And welcome to episode 82 of the Misanthropod. I'm Snipe, and as always, I'm joined by Wib. Say hello. Hello. And I am not joined by Drummer Matt, because he's in jail for all those crimes. He is. He is. The law finally caught up with him, and now he's dead. Of crime. Of crime. (laughs) We are, however, joined today by our lovely dear friend, Longfang. Say hello. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> How are you lovely gentlemen doing today? I'm I'm doing fine. Absolutely fine. Uh how are you, Longfang? Um a bit rough, but fine otherwise. Oh I'm no, is it because like we did a uh, a stream last night where you drank a lot of drink? It might be. It <laughs> might be. Yes, if if uh, you are listening to this and you're not uh, not familiar with Longfang, he is a streamer that we occasionally uh, do streams with him. By he is. occasionally, I mean you like mean every week. Every yes. week. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, like you will probably know Longfang from being a basically a Space Wolves Devastator squad. Yes. Um, <laughs> All four of them. All four of them. There he is. Not the sergeant, though. No, not, not the, sergeant. the sergeant. The pack leader, someone else. Uh, I lost that part a long time ago and it's fine i've just learned to live with it it's fine it's you just put two pps down on the table and say that's that's my pack leader yeah 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 and your opponent says get out my house and like and then a headbutt yeah because that's just how long fang says hello that's just how scotland is while while screaming like last cannon yeah yeah honestly i'm super salty about last cannons and i will get to that (laughs) (laughs) oh will i get to that oh friend (laughs) <laughs> so on the subject of, you know, getting to that, uh, would you like to discuss what you have been doing over the last couple of weeks there, Snipe? No. You would not? No. No? No. Okay. I'm going to... Drummer Matt disappears and just the entire thing's out the window. Like, That's the, the revolution just... begins now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, what have I been up to? I've not honestly been up to much. I've still been kind of dealing with a lot of uh, antidepressant side effects. The the newest and most annoying one is just severe exhaustion. Oh, that's good. Couple oh, that, that's like, my favourite one. Oh, I mean, like, the nausea was pretty bad. And, like, the, the, the spaciness I could work around. Mm-hmm. But just literally being too tired to do anything all the time is just... It wears you down after a while. You know that when you're really tired and your eyes are just itchy? Yeah, yeah. Multiple hours of that while you should be awake and like you normally would be and your body's telling you you should be asleep. It's like, oh, this is the worst. Yeah, it is just hell. But I mean, it started to ease off, thankfully, but now it's too hot to do anything. So, <laughs> so I'm Which too is hot, also going to make you drowsy because, yeah, of course it will. Exactly. So if you're wondering why uh, the, late, the next Codex Compliant is uh, shaping up to be a couple of weeks late, hey... <laughs> There's a few reasons. Everything's fucked. There's a medicinal reason for it, and if you complain, you're a horrible person, so... <laughs> yeah, 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 pretty much. Yeah. Um, but I've been, I've, been, I've been doing a lot of miniature painting. Yes. I've been doing my forte-ks. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been playing 40k. Yes. Which is not like me at all. <laughs> and...
then uh, video game wise, I've been playing The Sims Four. More of The Sims. We're playing more of it. I mean, like yesterday, I got the Get to Work expansion, which is why I was the hard-hitting you're, detective. You're a hard-boiled detective. Hard-boiled detective had a living with Long Fang. Strange man living in your house that managed to set fire to the place making goddamn macaroni. The you should provide context to what you're talking about. Okay, so... Should we? Uh, on the Uncooperative Thursday stream... Yes, we have to. <laughs> on the Uncooperative Thursday stream yesterday um, with Long Fang, I made Long Fang and I as Sims, and uh, I decided that I wanted to go be like a, a noir detective with, uh, with the new, like... Um, you get like three new kind of careers that you can actually go and... Play out your Sims work day with. It should be noted, the pack is not new, even remotely. It's new to us. But it's, it's new, new to us. I know, but I just wanted to specify that, because someone will say, but that came out two years ago. And then I'll punch them in the head until there are yeah, but I'd, of peaches. Yes, but I'd rather yep. like get in front of these things before a second member of the podcast has to go to jail. Okay, that's fine, that's fine. Um, also, like, just in case anyone was genuinely worried, Drama Matt's not in jail. <laughs> he's, he's literally just, like, he's locked himself in his bathroom in France, and he's badly written jail on the outside of the door. Mm-hmm. Well, you say door, he's actually just put a baby gate up in the doorway that has, like, wood bars. It's a baby gate, and it was, like, an old broken one yeah. that barely works, so he's just kind of le- leaned it against the door frame. Mm-hmm. And R- Warmaster Ruth is just kind of humouring him, because he needs to get out of his system. Yeah, yeah. He's just rattling a cup on the bars. and Yeah, that yeah, he keeps knocking over and has to pick up, because yeah. it's not attached. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's he's, a whole thing. He's it's doing his thing. best. I mean, I don't think he is, because... <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Sure. Um, but yes, uh, so Long Fang and I hanging out in The Sims, and just Long Fang getting drunk and me getting a little bit tipsy. I apologise to anyone who goes back to that VOD now. Honestly, it was fucking <laughs> hilarious, old man. It was great. Don't you worry. But yeah, so, um, and the funny thing about that was that every time, like, my Sim came back from work, because we had two basements, we had a basement and a sub basement. The basement was my crime detective room, so there was like, you know, like a map and like a corkboard with clues on it. Was there a a giant coin and a T-Rex? We thought about that later, and when Snipe became the big money earning detective, we were going to build a bigger (laughs) room with a giant screen computer in there. Yeah. And make an actual full-on Batcave. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. I think like somebody called it like the magazine, yeah, <laughs> or something. And like we were saying that Long Fang would have like the 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 mouth that would that would be his cave. Is yeah, yes. okay. You've got to you've got to start explaining these things a little more. But Long Fang, so he okay. so, so his base my... operations is the mouth. Yes, okay. The well, magazine I got because Snipe. Yeah, I got that one. <laughs> See. I think the long fang one is way more obvious. I'm no, I don't think so. Uh, mm, <laughs> it's fine. It's well, fine. It's fine. But yeah, uh, the first night, first day, my sim went to work. They came back. Long fang was sitting in the crime room at at my sim's computer in his underwear. And the moment, because oh, like we came back and we were like looking at the main thing and going, oh dang, where's Longfang? And then I, I press the button to go down a level and I zoom in on him. He, the computer turns off and he just stands up. <laughs> and it's like, Does he knock a cup off the desk? <laughs> he knocks everything <laughs> off the desk. 
<laughs> he's suddenly like reading a newspaper really low. Yeah. Um, also, you should mention I was, uh, or my seven version of me, was in their, was it red on, red with white uh, hearts boxers? Yeah, so it Just, was like the proper classic yeah. like love heart boxers. Yeah, and they're like, oh, hello, I didn't expect you home so soon, Snipe. <laughs> But yeah, also, uh, Longfang tried to make mac and cheese and set a fire that lasted six hours. Yep. Um, it literally took me... He was on fire for, an, like, for like 45 minutes before I realized I had to click on him and choose extinguish self. Because my son was literally standing outside the garden going, eh, there's a fire. This problem will burn itself out. Yeah, and then like two people just came into our house. One of them he, caught fire as well. Yeah, that was weird. Don't, like... The fire brigade come round. They yeah, never like, it did. had bugged and it just didn't. Because like I've noticed, the more expansions I'm playing, the buggier it's getting. <laughs> I'm having to like constantly delete and replace like stuff for kids or like showers oh. because like like there was a thing when Wib and I streamed it. Where Wib just got out of the shower and oh, just yeah. kept changing his clothes over and over again, so he was like, he looked like the Tasmanian Devil, like tornado thing. Yeah. And I found out that's if you have, um, sometimes when you have a cued activity after the shower, it can get really confused and just make basically get you stuck in a clothes changing loop. That's interesting. So if you delete the the cued activities after that, it fixes it. I do like how The Sims as a series seems to only be vaguely held together. <laughs> it really like, has always duct been. Duct tape, hopes and dreams. Like, it's even like, that. It's always it's... been like that, though. Like There's always been weird little quirks. I mean, I remember the original Sims where um, if you installed your expansions in the wrong order that nobody yeah. really knew, it would literally crash or like not even start. So it was just like... If, if you installed the hot date expansion... Before university, or, or like the the pets expansion, then it just wouldn't start, mm-hmm. and you had to uninstall everything and start again. It was really fucking weird. Um, but yeah, so that so that was fun. Had a few bugs, but it was honestly just a good laugh. And I think the um, the the kind of like the expansions nowadays seem to have a lot more substance to them. They seem to have a lot more kind of things that you can sink time into. Mm-hmm. I, I was really kind of impressed with the way the, the work thing with, like, you going to a police station to work and all that stuff worked. Like, that's just very different from what it used to be. Yeah, it was, it was literally just like, oh, yeah, there's new new um things you can do. There's new occupations you can have, and it's just literally the same kind of thing. But If it helps, the, uh, the latest one, which is an island living or something oh. it's called... Mm-hmm. Um, basically for thirty five fucking quid. Uh, yeah, it doesn't really add that much. I'm not interested in that. Yeah. one, to be fair, I'm more interested in like there's like um there's like city life and stuff like that, I, which I basically can... just gives you like new areas and. I consume the Sims the Sims Four by either watching you play it or through lazy game reviews reviews <laughs> of it. <laughs> oh my god, wouldn't that be great? I'd be like, hey, LGR, let's play The Sims together. And he'd be like, who the fuck are you? Get out of my DMs. And I'm like, that's fine. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. But yeah, if you are interested in like Sims reviews and stuff, LGR, like lazy game reviews, is very good for that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I, I want to play more. I want to get a surgeon sim. Also, one of my sims had a baby earlier, and instead of like what used to happen, is they stand there and go, ah, baby, and 
you could click on them and go to the hospital or have baby at home, which I don't think I've done because that, as an idea, mm. is horrifying mm-hmm. to me. But yeah, so like, what used to happen is you click on like, ha- like, like, have baby at the hospital, and then they they like pack up with their partner and just go to the hospital, and then it, it's a lot like them go to work. They just kind of disappear from the lot and come back a few hours later. Yeah, just like actual childbirth. Oh yeah, just a couple of hours. Yeah, you know, it's, stop it's, at Macca's on yeah, the way there. Get yourself a milkshake. It's, it's fine. a quick affair, and you know you're, the, the 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 mother's walking fine when when they come oh, back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, it's just like seriously. There's no need for stitches or anything. It's totally the bump's no. gone down. They're totally fine. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's not a big deal. It's no. not like you can do that over your lunch break. <laughs> but yeah, um, <laughs> but this because with the get to work expansion, there like you can go work at a hospital. The thing is, I don't, I haven't found the hospital. I don't know where it is. <laughs> but yeah, so you actually go to the hospital and you have to check in at the front desk. And I was just like. Um, okay, that's fine. And then they put you in like a big like MRI machine kind of thing where your head's just poking out and there's and it's oh my god, it made me cringe. Like in the real sense of the word. <laughs> Not just in the internet sense where No, yeah. no, yeah. It, and like cuz my sim was chatting with the doctor while she was undergoing the procedure and it's like, "Oh, um your sim like like I don't know, like Jane um has found out that Dr. Smith is a doctor at the gut and shut, or whatever it was. <laughs> or, or it was like the gut and cut or something. And I was like, Jesus! <laughs> oh my Ooh, god, that is That's just a sc- black market, like, organ dealer. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, at that point, my fucking Sims, like, life turns into this horrible hostile-esque <laughs> yeah, kind of thing. Jesus. But yeah, it just that made my stomach just kind of like clench. I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, that's I'm never talking to anyone from here again." <laughs> but yeah, no, I've I've been enjoying. Give it like the worst review on Yelp. Yeah, I'm gonna give it one star, and then I'll start off my review with, "I would give it zero if I could," because that's how you know that I'm being <laughs> fucking serious. Definitely. It's like the name was so gross. My baby basically like was born and ran out of the hospital because <laughs> they were like, ugh. I don't have object permanence, but I know that's fucking gross. <laughs> but I ain't ever gonna forget that. Yeah. So yeah. Um, uh, and honestly, like my my other time has just been spent painting my my space puppies and listening to Critical Role, which I am up to episode fifty two now. I'm fucking. I'm rapidly approaching the end point, and then I'll have to listen to. I'll have to wait a week, like all the rest of the. Uh, <laughs> You'll have to wait a the week normies. like the rest of the plebs. <laughs> like the rest of the plebs. But yeah, um, I got another dreadnought. We went to uh, Warhammer World the other day and I got another dreadnought. Because I need, um, I found there's a weakness in my army is distance. Um, I found out they stopped selling glazers. Because like, I looked at Duncan's paint yeah. like, tutorial on how to paint frost weapons. Because I was like, fuck it, I'm going to paint my Count's as Murderfang. With frost, frost claws, yeah, and oh, and and like good old Daddy Duncan boy was like, oh, you need like Gillum and blue glaze, and then there's like an, a greeny kind of turquoisey wash, and then you dry brush. And I was like, okay, I can do. I'm going to Warhammer it's World a, today. Yeah, I've seen that video. It's a pretty simple way of doing it, and it looks really good. It is honestly, I've done it, and it is fantastic. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I go there, and I'm looking at the paints, and and like I'm just like, I'm not seeing it. Oh shit. So like we go set up and like during like um 
I think it's like one of Wib's turn, which I will get to that fucking fight <laughs> in a moment. I need to build up the fucking strength to recall that fucking battle. I go, I go and I talk to one of the guys behind the counter and I'm like, yeah, you don't do, do you have any Gillum and Blue Glaze? And he's like, he kind of pauses and he's like, no, no, we stopped doing that. And I'm like, it's not your fault. <laughs> it's not your fault that Duncan fuck it is. You know what? Is he in? Cause like literally like. <laughs> I wish to put like, in a formal complaint with Duncan. Yeah, I'm just going to go and staple the word complaint to his forehead and just shout <laughs> betrayer over and over at him. Because oh, it is obviously his personal fault. Duncan's a good boy. He's no, a he good is, egg. Yeah. No, he is a good egg. I'm just, I'm being a twat. <laughs> but yeah, um, and the guy was like, oh, well, what you could do is you could get like um, this, this air, like uh, th- this airbrush paint and then mix it with this, this. And I'm like, I don't have an air okay and he was like oh you could buy like this blue and then use the medium to water it down to the consistency of a wash and i was like or i could put water in it to be fair i'm not angry at the guy no he's he's at least trying to give you alternatives he was was, like really trying to give me alternatives and then i just i i was like i listened politely to the guy like really trying to figure out how to get me like Basically, what amounts to a blue wash, and then I went and played my game, and then at the end of the f- uh, at the end of it, I just went and bought a blue wash. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which honestly, it's kind of like a more kind of grey blue than more of like a an ultramarine blue, not not ultramarine blue, but ultramarine TM blue. It's you, you know what the fact that they have had so many different names for things, and yeah. sometimes they'll use the same names for two different oh, products God, gets very yeah. confusing when it's talking about so paints. Confusing, and the fact that they do quite often like stealth discontinue paints, yeah, and yeah. then release a bunch of new paints all the time. Now it does get a little confusing sometimes because mm. the I mean, what paint really, line changes quite. What really bugs me is things like um, scorched brown was like a nice reddish brown it was spot on Mm -hmm. for what i wanted to use it for and then they kind of discontinued that and they replaced it with rhinox hide which is really it's a lot darker it's a lot darker and it's way more red it's way Mm. and i'm just like this is fucked but anyway i'm gonna stop complaining about paint and recall the game that wib and i had so i'm just gonna take cover under the desk now that's probably a good idea okay Okay, like I am joking. I'm not salty about it, but I will recall it to the best of my knowledge. And Wib, please feel free to jump in and just, you know, basically beg for forgiveness at oh, any yeah. point. Yeah, that's a pretty good idea. Mm, yeah. So um, I took my Walker army, which is just a bunch of venerable dreadnoughts, space wolves, of course, uh, one normal dreadnought, Murderfang, Redemptor. But I didn't take my Imperial Knight this time. I took my, my Iron Priest boy. And my five Fenrisian wolves that are basically kind of there just to help out their, their daddy. They just get in the way of shots. They get in the way of shots. <laughs> so I can heal up my dreadnoughts. So what the Iron Priest actually done is he's tied a bag of like Fenrisian wolf kibble to his armour. <laughs> they're all just yeah. running around him <laughs> for it, looking for it. And they're just like, we love you. <laughs> But yeah, I'm going to have to think. I've got a couple of ideas for lore behind him and his little puppers. And I'll have to actually like commit to that and have a good think. But um, so yeah, um, Wib was taking basically his Dreadnought killer list that he's uh, 
he's put together. Okay, it's not so much a dreadnought killer okay, list. Okay, Binch. It, it, oh, come on. <laughs> if I wanted to, I could make it way worse. Okay, so for some context here, I've fought Snipes' dreadnought army a few times, and... I've never been able to deal with it particularly well because the problem with the Dreadnought list is everything in it is at least, like, mm-hmm. toughness seven. Yeah, and every game I've played with it, I've won. Yeah. Um, now, since the last time that we did it... Well, I... we went and played a game with Unity. Yeah. Um, where my knight... Because my, we all had a knight each. Yeah. My knight was the first to go, and you guys towards the end of it... Because it was like a five-hour game. Um, uh, Unity was like, you know what, I concede you win. And I'm like, yay, <laughs> I win. Um, but yeah, uh, I've had severe trouble over, over time trying to kill this Walker army. Yeah. Um, but I came up with a tactic <laughs> that was like this, this I has- think you should refer to it as a slap tick. Because you fucking <laughs> wiped the floor with me. <laughs> So my basic setup involved in the far corner of the map, I had a captain and a lieutenant. Yeah, so that's um, re-rolling ones uh, that are for hits and wounds. For hits and wounds, which is, I I have a Bjorn in my army, which is incredibly useful. So yes, good. That does a similar thing. Yeah, yeah. like if you're within six inches of Bjorn, if you're a space wolf unit, Mm. and you roll a one, you can re-roll on that one to hit. So. Um, so I had my captain, my lieutenant in the corner with a, ta- a, a, sh- a small tactical squad just kind of sitting in front of them. But next to them, I had a double last cannon razorback yep. and a land raider. Yep. Of which neither, neither of which were wanting to move at any point. <laughs> no. Nope. Because basically I was setting it up in a way that for Snipe to get anywhere close to me, I would be firing six las cannon shots at whatever got close. Yeah, and and even if I charge, that's still like a lot of mm-hmm. getting yeah. shot by Overwatch. No matter how unlikely mm. it is to hit. And I had a bunch of other stuff. I had like a veteran squad in a yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. double assault cannon razorback and some a... death company and stuff that would drop down and basically just kind of flank around the side just to mean that you were less likely to be charging super fast at my defensive. Yeah, interference to yeah. kind of keep you away from me. Yeah, uh, you also took your absolutely adorable rogue trader, um, <laughs> Furioso. Furioso Dreadnought, yeah. who who I love, and I, I do really want like a rogue trader Dread, but the thing is they've suddenly just shot up in price, so that they're like, I might as well just buy an actual Dreadnought, because they're about the same price on eBay. Yeah. So it's a bit heartbreaking, yeah, but blame, I'm going to... I blame Web for that. He put a spotlight yeah, on them. Like, you started this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so what was the first thing that happened in the game? Okay, so um, we rolled to see who goes first. Um, Wib got he got to go first. I couldn't steal the initiative. Um, so first thing, because I'd basically put my dreadnoughts because there was a bit of terrain in front of me. So I put my dreadnoughts basically and my redemptor all behind that. Same with my iron priest and my Fenrisian wolves. And off to the left, behind some cover on a hill, I had my venerable with a las cannon. Um, so basically, the, the entirety of my army, bar one model, was in the center, like with this redemptor on the side, behind a bit of cover. So Wib starts not not by moving. Not by doing anything, because that's not what his uh, his land raider is doing. His land raider can see my redemptor's arm. 
And now... Oh, it, was, it was more than the arm. I could actually well, see him pretty clearly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can see him pretty clearly. So um, he just opens up a barrage of, like, how many last shots was it? Um, last cannon shots? Lam Raider gets four last cannon shots. So it was four last cannon shots. Uh, those of you who might need refreshing, that's AP minus three uh, on, on my D6 wounds. D6 wounds. Well, damage there. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my Redemptor has 13 wounds. So I was feeling relatively... I, I knew I'd take some hits, because Wib's going first and he has things that punch holes in heavy, heavy armor. So he unloads all these shots, and he fucking destroys me. He does, like, 16 wounds. So my Redemptor is immediately just destroyed. And I'm like, ah, shit, okay. You know what? That's okay. That's okay. I still haven't gotten my head around playing a Redemptor yet. See, so, you know, I'm way more comfortable with my, my Venerables and, and whatnot. I roll to see if it explodes. And I get a six, which means it explodes. Now, um, with a Redemptor, it's six inches, D6 mortal wounds. How many of your um, things were within six inches? Everything but oh. Luca, my venerable like Space Wolf Dread. Everything, apart from obviously the last cannon guy off to the far yeah. left. So, I take, like, I think Bjorn's down to like four wounds, Murderfang's down to two, um, I've got another couple of dreadnoughts that are down to it like half wounds, I lose a Fenrisian wolf immediately, mm. and my Iron Priest, uh, who has four wounds, is immediately down to two. And I was just like, that was the most... Vo- you know what you you know what I think you've done? Mm. You repaid me for that explosion shot I pulled off last time we fought. Yeah, where you shot my land raider and it blew up and killed an entire tactical squad but one and guy. my lieutenant. Yep. And didn't it, kill, didn't it kill the Razorback as well? It killed the Razorback as well. Yeah. And it left literally one standard like, space marine <laughs> hanging like, out. Ah, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that was the fight with Unity, and that was honestly the best play I've ever had. <laughs> and the one that, that Wib did to me by blowing up my Redemptor was probably mm. the best play he's ever had. Yeah, just a couple of good dice rolls sometimes can just change the entire game. A couple of good slash incredibly yeah. unlucky. Also, uh, having enough las cannon shots to be able to one shot dreadnoughts against a dreadnought army is also very helpful. But, <laughs> well, you, yeah, fine, okay. Don't. Yeah, but that was the only one you one shot. No, I one shot plenty of others. Mm. Well, no one. Okay, they were all wounded. So I mean, I yeah, they're all really... wounded. Okay, that, that okay, doesn't but, count. but they weren't wounded by me. They were wounded by the explosion. You were, that they were wounded. You're, you're getting on a technicality here, Web. Come on. Yeah, man. yeah. If you have to argue technicalities, yeah. you're being a fucking dingus. Uh, the only other thing I think that's really kind of big to mention from that game is um, Luca. how is Luca. So if people aren't familiar, Luca's mm-hmm. shown up a few times on the channel. Yeah. Um, which is. He's Snipes, my for old Forge World Mark IV Venerable um, Dreadnought. Venerable Dread. He is beautiful. He is my my darling little puppy, and I love him so um, much. And he is uh, a very lucky boy. Uh, I, and I named him Luca because it's a very old Swedish word that means happiness slash luck. So I thought that was an appropriate name. Yes. Um, before everyone starts getting cranky and going, actually, it means happiness. It's like, yeah, it does, but it also means luck. So, <laughs> heck off. <laughs> but yeah, um, he got his name because the first fight I ever took him in when he was uh, basically a Black Reach dreadnought. 
I upgraded him to like the fancy one. Um, he went, he basically took so much, like he managed to avoid getting shot to pieces throughout an entire game. And uh, I think this is when he got like you could get arms blown off. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Back yeah. I forgot about that. Um, you know. Yeah. This yeah. Was all, this was fifth edition. So. Yeah. It was. It was a while ago, and he was just so lucky with get like not getting murdered. I think it was like the very last couple of turns where he finally bit the dust. Mm. But he did so well. I was like, oh, I gotta yeah, mm. gotta immortalize that that darling. So now he's my old Forge World Venerable Space Wolf Dread, and he was so fucking lucky in this game. He was playing he was true to his name again. Yeah, so he took so he didn't take any wounds from the initial explosion, but I dropped off my stone guard squad nearby him yep. who have a multimelter. Yep. Uh, and I think the multimelter did do like six wounds to him. It did, and like he has eight wounds, so he yeah. was down to like two basically from that one shot. But then and then, like, didn't I you... fired everything at him that I had nearby. So I fired everything else the veteran squad had, which which was mostly just um, bolters, but there's also a grav gun in there. Yeah, grav guns so are I, fucking nasty. How about I, I, I threw a twin linked assault cannon yep. and stolen bolter from a razorback that just dropped them off into him. Yep. I think one of those took down one wound, so it was down to one. He was he was at one wound. Then my Furi- for like most of the game, my Furioso took pot shots at him with its uh, stone bolt and melter gun. That didn't work, so I charged with my Furioso. Um, now my Furioso at this point, I think it taken one wound, and so I charged in. Um, I don't think I took anything from being overwatched, and then got into combat where I proceeded to do absolutely nothing despite the fact this is a Furioso which is not bad at close combat so the um, Furioso is just slightly slapping the chassis of Luca just like eh. yeah and then Luca the with, run over made it tired Luca with one wound one wound then took down my Furioso down to one wound itself yep you do not fuck with Luca and I was no. just like it was one of those things where I was just like what is even happening what, what eventually killed Luca I can't remember. Your Death Company squad charged him. Oh yeah, my Death Company squad charged him earlier in the game. Yeah, and the and Thunder Hammer did nothing. Like they, they literally, I think oh, he must have been on three wounds. I think they did one wound, and then he literally the next turn killed half of them. And then Murderfang charged in with its seven attacks and killed the rest of them. You sent me ah, a yes. message as soon as and this happened because <laughs> you were yeah. like, Murderfang, good. <laughs> I said, I. S- I sent Longfang like like a fucking text going, "Dude, I've just charged my Murderfang into a fucking Death Company squad with yeah. seven attacks at strength fucking twelve. Yeah, no, we mur- roll to wounds. <laughs> Murderfang is he's he might have a dodgy yeah. looking face, but he's a I've, he's I've, a combat beast. Yeah, I know. I've got the skull on it, which is funny because a lot of people seem to because the actual like weird crazy face thing looks. It oh, looks wait. a damn sight better than the crazy face, yeah. Yeah, yeah so little I, wolf skulls a lot. Yeah, better. yeah. So I just say mine is a count as Murderfang because Murderfang's lore and yeah. like faceplate is garbage. But yeah, so we took those out. Uh, my, I think my Iron Priest had healed up Murderfang, but not Luca. Didn't get to Luca for a while. He did. He did heal up. No, Luca no, he, in the he end. did heal up Luca in the end. But the thing is, I think we went through another couple of like just you sh- trying to shoot the shit out of Luca on one wound and just not doing yeah, anything. I, I can't remember what actually killed Luca in the end. I don't remember. <sighs> I suspect it was probably Laz Cannons. It was. It was. I think. <laughs> 
Really? Last cannons in your army? Yeah. Cause, oh, yeah, because he poked out <laughs> oh, from yeah. the other side. and you could Because if you can see any of the model, you could basically just get shot on. Mm-hmm. And you, like, I think you actually missed with three of the four shots, and one of them hit yeah, and did a wound. So. And, yeah, he oh. just... And he didn't explode. But, um... That was amazing. Yeah. It was fucking... It was yeah. just... Um, honestly, I don't... Like, that game was awesome. Because so, yeah. it was just great. And then I had literally... Um, Wib whittled me down to just my Laz Cannon Dread. Just that boy. Um, he poked out and I was like, No, this this is... This is why I play 40k. <laughs> This is why I play Space Wolves. So I just literally popped out and just started fucking running towards this fucking light, like like this rhino and this fucking squad with the two fucking like reroll dudes in it and the the fucking land raider. And I, I fire off and I, I do I do a lot of wounds. Like I, well, I do I do for me. I think like two shots. I think I do like two wounds. I think you did actually destroy the Razorback. I did. Yeah. yeah, and it didn't <laughs> explode. I was sitting there like holding my breath, going "fucking explode, did not fucking do- explode, mm. please, please," and it didn't because uh, that would have been fucking action movie levels that, of yeah, amazing. Yeah, that would have been like the best possible sort yeah. of like last stand ending. Because then I would have basically been like yada yada. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, and then he he ran and he got fucking destroyed by that land raider. And then I, I used the command point, which was uh, only in death does duty end, which means that I can basically just have another shooting phase. And I missed everything. Oh. <laughs> I missed every yeah. shot. But it was honestly such an intense game. Like, I don't mind that that was my first loss because it was, I was so unlucky and then Luca was so fucking lucky and it yeah. was just so much fun and it was just crazy. I, was I think just... that's the main thing as well. Like, okay, yeah, you lost, but you had a great time. Exactly. exactly. I, I was personally just happy that my curse of rolling abysmally whenever I play my <laughs> Blood Angels has finally seemingly come to an end. Yeah. I was going to say, like, you know, when you roll anything to do with your death company. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Yeah, like you didn't even have to break out your lucky squig dice. Yeah, no, I was just using my regular dice. My squig dice didn't have to come out. So no, that's the little meatballs. Are those lucky dice now? Yes, I always roll better with them. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I got some. I bought myself a dice block um, as well. And because, you know, it, it was from Amazon. And you know how they're like, oh, anything from 8, 8 a.m. to 9 or 10 p.m. And I was like, shit, we're leaving at like 11. They're not going to get here in time. And mm. just as Wib goes out, like to like go feed his mum's cat, he comes back in and he's like, uh, "I think there might be some mail for you." And I just I freak out and I'm <laughs> like, oh, "My dice is here!" And also, I got a shirt. I got a Critical Role shirt, which is their Pride shirt. Oh, it's nice. so lovely. I mean, it's expensive, but I mean, it's like pretty much. I think it's for July. All proceeds go to like a, a charity. So I was like, "Fuck it, yeah. that's great." I get a Crit Roll shirt. I get a Pride Crit Roll shirt. Because it's like it's uh, it's got like don't forget to love each other, and it's got like like D twenty surrounding it with all the pride flag. Like, oh, like, I think I saw that design. Yeah, that's it's, it's a really nice it's design. Gorgeous, and it's like the thing is, it's like I, I know I'm gushing about a shirt, but like on the uh, on the back, it's got like the critical role logo, and on the back of the inside of the neck. It's got like, so how do you want to wear this <laughs> on it? Nice. And I was just like, ah, 
That's so cool. But yeah, so that I wore my new shirt and I used my dice and I had an amazing game and I bought another Dreadnought and I, I learned how to do frost weapons and I got to hang out with my hu- husbando. I like and it, how, was, it was just a really good day. I like how you're saying like you had nothing to talk about and we've been recording for 40 minutes. I'm, yeah. <laughs> this is just how it goes. But yeah, <laughs> that's me done. Okay. I'm done now, seeing as Wib is a butt face. I think Longfang can agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so I guess we have to ask Wib what he's been doing. Wib, what have you been doing, darling? Uh, a few things. I mean, for one, uh, you weren't the only one who bought a Dreadnought at Warhammer World, because I, I bought a <laughs> Leviathan Dreadnought. I am so not looking forward to that. I ju- look, all I'll say is that I just looked up the rules for it and looked up what a, um, f- they can... a flux something... Graf bomb- flux bombard. Graf flux bombard does. It's, it's referred to as the snipe fucker. <laughs> I mean, it's... Yeah, I looked not up in what that they, way. you're into, <laughs> Shut up. I'm not going to, you know, shame you or anything. It's fine. But I okay, looked up the what... snipe destroyer. How does that sound? I looked up what that did, and I was just like, "Oh, oh, I need one of those." And I, I really, I was mm-hmm. going to get the um, the Blood Angels Contemptor at some point anyway. And then I was like, "Well, if I'm already spending that much money, the Leviathan's not that much more, and yeah. is a different level of unit." Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, so that's going to be it a is thing. actually an absolute unit. Yes, at certified big, unit is that boy a big chunky boy? Um, so mm-hmm. I'm I'm hoping to actually do a, uh, a video like the night one that we put out a little bit ago um, to do one of those but assembling uh, magnetizing and painting uh, yep. Leviathan yeah. um, I, that might not happen because it is quite a big undertaking but um, that's your plan anyway. that's my plan uh, so mm-hmm. I hope that comes that comes to uh, fruition um, so but apart from apart from that, I've done a couple of a couple of things. Um, I've played a little bit of the game My Friend Pedro. Oh, that's um, a Devolver one, isn't it? It's a Devolver one with uh, bananas. Yes, with bananas. Um, say thank you to um, Bearded Cyborg, who's the one that um, gifted that to us. So thank you. Um, it's quite good. Um, it fits into the category of most Devolver games of being something that is really cool, stylish, hyper violent. And I want to be about four times better at it, at it than I ever will be. <laughs> One of them kind of games. Um, because the basic conceit is, so you wake up um, having been like kidnapped. And it's like a, a, a side scroller, but it's like 3D rendered. Um, and you run around picking up guns and just taking out everyone that's try- that's getting in your way. Um, initially, because you basically kind of, yeah, you, you're being kidnapped, so you're working your way out of there, fighting through all these, like, um, crime... Like, um, fighting through all these crimes. These crime... I, wa- I wanted to say, I wanted to use crime the term mineral? crime boss goons, but then I realised that sentence doesn't make sense. Um, but basically the henchmen of this, this like, crime Yeah, that's, lord. that's probably a way better way of yes, saying that. that is. Yeah. Um, so you fight your way through them, but the thing that makes the game kind of special is that it's... Not just a simple kind of side-scrolly shooter uh, that it's designed um, to make everything really kind of over-the-top and cinematic. So, like, if you press up, then your guy does, like, a pir- does pirouettes whilst firing randomly. Oh, some John Wick shit right there. That's what I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you can, like, um, if you, you go into, like, bullet time, 
um, which is a somewhat overdone mechanic, but given that this does something special with it, it does sort of make it a bit better, because you use that bullet time to, say, like, dive through a window, and then while you've got the couple of seconds of bullet time, select someone with right-click, and then move your um, mouse over to the person you actually want to shoot, and then that means you'll split your fire between those two people, because oh. right-clicking effectively, effectively designates That's targets. really well done. That sounds yeah. pretty cool, actually. Um, you can also, like, kick tables over and uh, kick oh. knives into people's heads. Honestly, you know, I've <laughs> always wanted to do that, where I'm just kind of, like, sitting around looking like a, like a big dick pirate, and I'm just, like, leaning there and being cool, and then, like someone points a gun at me and I just kind of flip the table and I'm just like, like I crouch and I'm like Ugh, Wednesdays or something and then you find out that a table absolutely couldn't stop a bullet and then I get shot to yeah. death like yeah. immediately it's fine it was the finest mahogany braced by steel it's, it's, it's Fenrisian mahogany it's fine it's got fangs it's nice. specifically had it made just for this sort of occasion yeah, okay, and I literally got... take it everywhere it's like a fold up card table but I take it everywhere <laughs> and if I'm waiting for the bar so I just unfold it and I'm like ugh just like leaning on it and just everyone mm-hmm. just like okay or if I'm like at line in line at the post office I just fold it out and I just sit there waiting on the off chair like anytime I'm not walking I basically just sit there folded yeah, out and yeah. lean on it like you know with a toothpick in my mouth it's somewhat glare. it's somewhat undermined by the fact that you just have one of those really cheap fold out chairs to go with it because you couldn't afford to get a yeah. uh, chair made just as fancy yeah but I did like you know it's it's fine though because I put like it's I like put a, a branded one note. like a cheap one it's got minions on it and everything yeah and I, it was it's it was horrible. the only one they had left in Argos and it was very obviously for children but I have post I have like a cute post-it note because I like to collect post-it notes and page markers that's like a little like narwhal with a rainbow and it's just i've just written the chair is also bulletproof and just put it on there and hopefully i'm hoping to trick yeah. people because they're like oh it's no. some sort of spell you're trying to cast yeah, on it i'm gonna get yeah. back to the subject at hand oh fine i mean if you have to mm. um <laughs> so yes my friend pedro um you, you're basically being talked to by a banana um that is um, your friend is it is the hovers. banana's name pedro yes it oh. hovers around and talks to you. Um, I don't know why. Uh, once you get to the end of this first area, you um, f- do like a... It reminds me a lot of the bike chase from Final Fantasy VII. Uh, except you shoot. I'm listening. You shoot all bikes coming behind you, and then you have a boss fight against the guy in a van. <laughs> Vans are the boss fights of the yes, highway. absolutely. Well, I mean... Have you seen the things guys in white vans get up to driving? (laughs) I've played white van racer. I I know what it's like. If you call that driving... Fair, fair. White van racer is a game by Phoenix Games, the people who made uh, Dinosaur and um, Mighty Milan. (sighs) Good old Phoenix Games. Um... But yeah, and so so like you know, you do freeze time to like shoot bombs out the air that are being thrown at you, things like that. Uh, the second the second section of levels that I got to, uh, which is where I've I've currently stopped right now, um, is you stumble into a bounty hunter's Christmas party. So they're all wearing like Christmas jumpers. <laughs> That's adorable. Uh, and you kind of walk through, and they're just like, oh, you know, you you go through, friend, it's fine. And then um, you get a bounty called on you. So the rest of the levels, you fighting a Christmas sweater wearing a bounty hunters. Dang. Um, it's like if Drama was suddenly a bounty hunter. It's, it's split into like lots of little levels where it's all about like trying to get a high score and things. So that it's got heavy replayability because like you know you go mm. into things repeatedly. But also it's not too unfair with like making you do huge swathes of things. 
So combat fatigue is somewhat alleviated. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's it's good, but again, like a lot of the devolver things, like um, Hotline Miami and um, things like that, I'm not very good at it. But I wish I was. Yeah, it's it's a good game that I don't feel like I'm doing. Like I'm not doing it justice when I'm playing it. You know what I mean? One of those sort of things. Yeah, I think it's one of those games with like almost in the same way uh, or the same vein of Devil May Cry, where you can learn the mechanics and play it fine, and like you know have fun with it. But there's going to be those people that are aiming just to do it as stylishly as possible. Yeah. Or as efficiently as possible in, like, Holly Miami, so yeah. There's a definite, like, line between just getting through the game and getting high scores. Like, mm-hmm. there's, like, a, a gulf of difference between those two things. But um, but it is a good game. Um, I've only played, like, an hour or so of it so far. Because um, even though even though it is quite, quite nice with kind of not letting you get too fatigued with it, um, it is still a lot going on, so it's the sort of thing which, given the kind of structure of it, is quite easy to just play a little bit here and there of. So, um, but it's good from what I played so far. So yeah, that sounds pretty good. Yeah. Um, the only other thing I've really done, apart from been working in the background on um, a handful of videos, uh, like by the time you listen to this, my monthly painting video for June will actually be out. How are you um, doing for the uh, models purchased, models painted ratio? I'm I'm still okay. I'm still in the positive. Okay. Yeah. Just uh, just checking in. I'm. I'm basically like low key insinuating can... that you aren't allowed to buy anything else that will help you fight my <laughs> dreadnought army <laughs> using your own self-imposed rules. I I have a plan. Uh huh. You're just gonna play Iron Man 40k with me, but only uh, only I'm gonna be uh, <laughs> having my models destroyed. You'll bring the hammer. Yeah. I won't know this is happening. <laughs> Uh, no, no, I, I think I'm at 29 models painted right now against 26, 27 bought. Okay, that's pretty good. Yeah, and quite bad. a lot of those have been for channel stuff, so it's not as bad as it initially might seem. Mm-hmm. And hey, I'm still in the green right now, which is not something everyone can say. Shut um, up. Yep. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, Longfang and I just kind of side-eye. <laughs> just like, mm-hmm. Oh, Snape, I'm worse off than you, don't worry about oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. Um, but apart from like getting yeah doing doing some uh, some video stuff in the background, um, I've watched through the entirety of Gravity Falls because I wanted something to replace me watching um, Steve the whole I watched like, the whole Stephen Universe like last time. So I was like, what's what's kind of one of the other like one of those kid shows that I I'd, I'd quite like to watch here because they seem like they've got a bit more to them. And that one of those was Gravity Falls. I, I've been meaning to get back to that because I do really like Gravity Falls. It's a lot easier to watch than Steven Universe because there's only two seasons of it. Okay. Yeah, that sounds a lot easier. As opposed to five. Yeah. Um, although, admittedly, the episodes are twice as long. So, you know. Yeah. Um, it's also not quite as heavy on the storyline. Uh, a lot more of the episodes are a bit more standalone. Um but um, I will say it, it is it is good. I mean, it's like unfortunately because of having just watched um, Steven Universe, I kind of went into it slightly comparing it to that, and it's not as good as that. But I mean, that's, that's... why you don't compare. Yeah, basically. Yeah. But it's a really good show. I will different. say uh, the the general look of the show, like because one thing that drew me to it and and blah 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 words. One of the things that drew me to it initially was the look of the backgrounds and how well crafted that was and how they blended in yeah. really interesting lighting into a lot of the shots uh which yeah that carries on throughout the rest of the show and it does look really fucking great 
Um, and it's just it's just a nice little show. Um, I, I love Dipper and Mabel. They're very good, very good characters. Very yeah. cute. Um, it reminds was... me of like my brother and I. Well, I mean, the, the characters are based on Alex Hirsch, the creator, and his sister. Yeah. Um, oh, that's adorable. Yeah, that's it's adorable. actually kind of fun. There was uh, there's like a little special they did where they they did like a kind of comedy interview with um, Alex Hirsch. Where they asked him about like where what characters were based on and like some of the little hidden things in the show because like if if you don't know um, Gra- Gravity Falls is basically um, the X Files for kids yeah uh, set in like a uh, an Oregon town where just weird shit happens and the kids are kind of investigating it and they found a book um, which is like a journal um, that is kind of like um, the Necronomicon Junior. I was hoping you were going to say that, um, but it is—it's just written by a guy. It's not the book isn't magical or like evil. It's just got information about all the so weird it's shit. A, it's a Lovecraft ne- ne- version of the Necronomicon. Mm-hmm. I suppose yes, it's the the real world version of the Necronomicon. I die forever. Um, <laughs> but um, and so yeah, they go and investigate all these weird things. Like what the first episode, like they find gnomes. This is where Smebulok comes from. Smebu- that's where Smebulok comes from. A gnome Smebulok. that can only say the word Smebulok, and that's his name. Yep. Good. It's like, oh, so these are the gnomes. This is like Terry, um, David, um, Stephen, and Jerry, and I'm um, sorry, what was your name again? Smebulok. <laughs> and Smebulok. <laughs> um, Good. And, you know, they go, they, so they go around the town finding all these weird things that are going on. Again, it's, it's, it feels very x filesy um, But because of the nature of it, of having this kind of like mystery thing there's lots of hidden things um in it that were that were placed in there um so an example from this little special that i saw was so part of the mystery of the show is who wrote the journals and there is a bit early on where you see someone you see the person who's writing the journal um, because the mysterious thing about the journals they've got a six-fingered hand Oh, oh, God, they killed the, the Negro Mon- Montoya's dad. I was about to say that. <laughs> Shit! Um, How far does it go? And so there's a clip where you see the um, you see the author who has six fingers um, writing, writing a bit in the book and then closing it. And there's a reflection in the background of something which you which is actually subtly hinted at where that is because you see that area with that reflection Ooh. in an earlier episode. Oh, that's but cool. nothing. But your eyes aren't drawn to it, so you'd have to really be looking for mm-hmm. it. That's really little nice touches touch. like that throughout yeah. the show. And the second series, especially, has these little flashcards at the end, which show pages of the journals. And if you were to freeze frame them and cut them all out and put them all together, you'd actually see faces of the people oh, wow. that it's related to. But you can't see enough of them in any one to work that out. Oh, dang, that's rad. So eventually you, you might be able to work out So you've twist. got to play junior detective as well. Yeah, and there's loads mm-hmm. of things like that. And yeah, loads of the characters are based on people that they that, um, Alex Hirsch knew or members of the writing staff. Like Seuss is amazing. Yeah, the character of Seuss is, na- is um, named after a guy and based on a guy that um, Alex Hirsch knew at college who... Because he's like the handyman in the show who is... Broadly speaking, incompetent but super helpful, and he's so lovely and just a nice guy. Seuss is amazing. Um, and he'd say he'd meet him in the computer lab, and he'd be like, "Oh, oh hey, dude, do you want to help? Uh, <laughs> do, you, do you want? Uh, do you want me to fix the printer?" And it's like, "Oh, I don't need the printer." It's like, oh, "I'm gonna go fix the printer," and then like ten minutes later, you come back and go, oh, "Hey, do you want to help me fix the printer?" 
because uh, he, he broke it. I, I, I broke the printer. Um, and yeah, he said Zeus is based, based on him. He's like, he, he was this destructive force, but in this so pure way that he was just a lovely guy. And so he based the whole character off him. Um, That's awesome. But yeah, it builds up and there's, uh, you know, there's a, there's a lots of conspiracy theory nods to it. Um and things like that. It, it's it's a good little show. Um, I can definitely recommend if you haven't watched it. Do uh, you feel like watching like kind of cartoon? Uh, you know, or, like um, modern cartoons? Because I do think there is this kind of there's this thing where like so you know sometimes people get get quite snobby about like old cartoons and say oh it was just better in the eighties. Yes. And I presume people that say that um, I have seen eighties cartoons. Yeah. I grew up on them. No, yeah, they fucking were The, the animation's pretty yeah. naff, and they're usually just all there for toy Yeah, and, I mean um, to be fair, Batman the animated series was a work of fucking art. Yes, yeah. like I mean that's the thing. It's not to say that there aren't there weren't good cartoons in the oh, past. There's, there's there's always, but we just we yeah. we remember the Batman the animated. We remember the X Men. We remember like the the Spider Man cartoons. We remember Trans. Transformers. We don't remember the dozens and dozens of pieces of shit that would have been pumped out as well. Yeah. We don't remember like the fucking oh, what was it? Oh. The uh, we don't remember Mask. We don't remember yeah. the Centurions. Well, actually, people do remember Mask and the Centurions, but yeah, you but know, the, the you, somewhat more um, cheaper sort. Of yeah, all the like really obvious kind of well, you know, talking like fight animal men's are popular now so let's just have a bunch of those didn't the infaceables yeah. have, a, have a cartoon I don't know um, but yeah it's just well, even look at the amount of stuff that uh, this is a bit f- before the 80s mind you but like Hanna-Barbera pumped out so many shows oh yeah, what like um, fucking Jabba they just reused everything yeah <laughs> they were they were so cheap that they could just continually yeah. pump out stuff yep. Um, but the, I think there is something. It's really interesting to watch like modern kids shows, like the good end, the good end of them, because the big thing, the big change I feel is that they are not afraid of serialization. Mm. But to do comedies, series that are fundamentally comedies, but to have a serious story with a heart, because whilst there were old shows that did have like continuous storylines that fed into each other, like I mean, um, uh, the two that come to mind for some reason are Exo Squad and. Um, uh, Beast Wars. Beast Wars is terrible. Beast Wars is actually is actually a you know, but the animation looks like shit now. But the actual like characters are actually written really well. I know, like I just remember it just being like it. I mean, I loved it as a kid. Mm. Like Cheetor was my dude, and I loved the uh, fucking what's the dinosaur one? Though? Dinobot. Dinobot. Not a clever. <laughs> was he name. just called Dino. Oh, he was okay. just called Dinobot. He's voiced by the same guy that does Lord Bale's voice in uh, Dawn of War One, and he has the exact same voice. <laughs> He's Dinobot. <laughs> that just sounds like a higher pitch Willem Dafoe. Kind of, because that's kinda. how we do oh, Willem yeah. Dafoe. That's voice. like a Gremlin version, yeah, yeah. like an actual tiny Gremlin version of Willem Dafoe. Gremlin yeah. Dafoe. Gremlin um, Dafoe. There you go. But yeah, um, but there, there is. Um, I, I think there is a sort of commitment to really doing good serialization in a lot of modern kid shows mm-hmm. and they kind of embrace slightly heavier themes while still having the goofy that's comedy. What I was gonna say there, yeah. That's embracing not maybe not heavier themes as much, but um they're not kinda talking down to kids with that show. Yeah, yeah. Um and uh the two that I've recently watched being, you know, um Steven Universe and Gravity Falls have both had moments of like dealing with the with sort of interesting ideas, um, but 
you know, just not not talking down and talking down to kids, and it's just kind of nice to to see them. And they do have like genuinely engaging stories and characters, so they are completely watchable. I, I'm a 32 year old person, and I sat and I thoroughly enjoyed both of them. Um, I, I'm I'm sort of debating over to what to try and watch next. Um, Dumble. Ash, that's a good one. I've heard good things. I don't think Dumble. that's got so Ash much. Ash and Sarah, uh, like. Like always, put that on for their girl Liara, and she loves it, and they love watching it as well. Yeah, I've not. I don't <laughs> like, think that's do you really got the. Seeing that balloon clip, where oh. the balloon stuffs a fucking cucumber up it. It's it's like a, what? Yeah, a melon or something. I will send it to okay. you after, dude. Oh yeah. my oh, god! Oh, thank you so You're much. You're welcome. Um, you do so much good for me. I'm a good friend. I don't believe You're Gumball has friend. like a continuous storyline or anything, but it, it's it's no. of that sort of era. I, at some point, I should probably watch through the rest of Adventure Time, but I just I don't know. Um, you get a bit burnt out on it. I feel that um, what I cause I watched a fair bit of Adventure Time, but I feel like. It almost feels like Steven Universe does that same kind of thing, but better. <laughs> um, I may be wrong, and I will go back and watch it at some point, but that's just, like, from what I saw of Adventure Time. Um, yeah. So is I, Adventure Time still, like, running, like, an active production, it or has it just ended? It's ended as right, well. I wasn't sure. Because yeah. that's, that's... Is it fairly long now? Uh, it did have quite a few seasons, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was thinking that. Um, but, yeah, so I'll probably get through and watch watch through that at some point. Um but yes, yeah, so all I can really say is yeah, a thumbs up uh, for Gravity Falls. Uh, give it, a, give it a watch. It's it's a lot of fun. Um, yeah, cool. It's good. Good times. Good times. But yeah, it's good. So uh, I guess um, then I will turn over to our to our guest Long Fang and ask what uh, what you have been doing over the last oh. few weeks. Tell us. I haven't been worrying what the hell I should say while I stayed at my notepad <laughs> of stuff that I'd played that I haven't actually put any notes, just what I actually played. In yeah. fairness, uh, we used to keep really in-depth <laughs> notes, and uh, now we just write down. I've just got like Gravity Falls, My Friend Pedro, Bounty Hunter Christmas Okay, party. it's exactly it's exactly the <laughs> same as my notes then. Good, yeah. good. <laughs> oh shit, I also so, beat Bloodstained. Um, ah, yes. You yes, can't yes, help yes. but just like step on other people's segments, can you? Oh no, it's it's, it's for Bloodstained, I'm fine yeah. with that. I, I was just going to say, it's good. Uh, it's, it's, it's a good game. Really good game. I uh, definitely recommend it. Go play it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It does. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Uh, also, um, I, firing pigs at people never stopped being a valid tactic. <laughs> Beat the entire Ooh. game firing pigs at people. Yes. And that never <laughs> stops. There is another enemy that is slightly different design and like attack. Still makes that noise. Yeah, all of that enemy type. When you hit them, they, you hit them, they go, ah! Ooh. Ooh. And it makes me laugh every time. It makes me laugh. Honestly, yeah, it's, it's, it's just, so good. it keeps getting funnier. I don't understand how. <laughs> But yes, uh, sorry, long thing. Um, no, it's completely all right. Bloodstained is worth it. It's <laughs> really good. Um, I've been meaning to actually go back and play it again as well. Uh, but yes, last couple of weeks, week or so, I uh, decided to play some Destiny 2 because I am a hermit that needs a game to just chill out with. It's my version of Snipe Sims, I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I get you. Yeah, but let's be honest, uh, it's not as a hardcore game as The Sims 4. <laughs> Oh, Fang. no way. I mean, I don't want to call you a fake gamer, but I mean, you're kind oh, no, of a casual. I am, I am the fakest of gamers, it's fine. <sighs> filthy casual. I, I, I have to live with that fact every day. Yeah, it's, that's um, fair, that's fair, that's fair. Really, you know, just gets to me sometimes, but we just get through it. Yeah, no, it just burns me up inside, but yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, it burns you up inside the hatred you have for me for being a casual. Yes. Yeah, it's terrible. But how how can you even have me as a friend? <laughs> <laughs> so Destiny Two. Yes. Um, decided to finally just uh, say fuck it, buckled in and played a shit ton of one of the PvP modes to try and get a exotic light machine gun. You're a stronger man than I. I, I cannot stand PvP. Um, no, well, yeah, I don't tend to do PvP as in Crucible, which is like actual just team deathmatch or you know holding ground, etc., etc. The what I played was Gambit, mm. which is slightly different. It is like uh, it is head to head, you know, PvP, but both your teams are separated. Okay. So each side has to kill enemies, like just you know NPC enemies, fallen or cabal or whatever. Grab a resource and then bank it. So is this a bit mobery then? I wouldn't say it's mobey because the the grabbing resource and then banking them to summon the big boss is slightly different. It's more RTS. Yeah, a little bit. Um, but basically, yeah, you kill enemies, grab resource, take resource back to bank, put in bank, it uh, collects it, and then you get so much you summon the big boss enemy that you need to kill, and then if you kill that first, you win the the, the match or the round. Okay. Oh, cool. There are little quirks to it, like... Um, you can carry, I think, a maximum of 15 moats, which is the resource you're grabbing. For every 5, like, okay, so 5, 10, and 15, each of those gives a sends a blocker to the enemy side that locks down their bank. Okay. And the higher the amount of moats, that's a 15-point blocker. It's a large one, medium one, small one, etc., etc. And you can also, at times, invade their play area. Okay, I was going to ask that. Do you ever interact with the enemy at all? Yes. So, a portal will open, and one person from your team gets to go through and basically just be a chronic pain in the arse. (laughs) That is the only bit of Gambit I don't like because I'm I'm not geared up for like the, the PvP meta or I don't know the guns that are good in PvP. I just like what I like. And there's times when it's like, oh yeah, an enemy's invaded and they'll be here for 15 seconds or whatever the countdown is. They only get to stay there for a certain amount of time. So they're not like camping one spot and killing you eight times. Yeah. Um, and I've got like, okay, I've got like 12 moats on me. I'm just going to run to the bank before they get me. And out of nowhere, I'm hit by something that I don't even know what it was. Ugh. Like, a, a tracking missile from one of the other exotic weapons, or God knows what. I'm like, oh, oh this is this is the only bit that bothers me about the entire thing. Especially when you've summoned the big boss enemy that you need to kill to win the round. If an enemy invades and kills you, it gives the boss health back. Oh, that's annoying. That's awful. Yeah. That's the only stuff I don't like about it. So it can get... You can have great rounds sometimes where you just stomp someone, and then other times it's... A chore. So basically, the only part of this PvP game that you don't like is the PvP part. Egg fucking. Sandwich. Okay, so like we can't com- we can't complain or like anything because literally playing WoW as someone who gets like is like socially anxious and doesn't want to play with other people. Yeah, we don't have a leg to stand on. Oh no, I get you. Oh, I mean, I, I actually. I, I actually kind of like Destiny 2's PvP, honestly. Like, yeah. I, I enjoyed it, but um, I know that whenever I dragged um, Yu Longfang into it, it was through gritted teeth, so... <laughs> I, when it came to, like, Iron Banner events, which is when you usually drag me in, it's like, okay, I'm getting cool gear out of it, I'll live with it. And it was my same thinking with uh, this, like, machine gun I wanted. 
It took like two days of grinding, and because I have no life, that was not a small amount of time I spent playing it. <laughs> We're talking tens to twenties of hours <laughs> uh, grinding it. Um, but I managed to get it, and thus I will never play Gambit again, I think. <laughs> well, at least you've That's tried. Fair. Yeah, no. Yeah. And uh, also the reason I wanted this light machine gun is purely because it has two barrels. Nice. So it's like a light machine storm bolter. I like You just it. want a double gun. Yes, double, double gun, gun is important to me. Um, but other than that, with Destiny, like I, I really just play it as like a game where uh, I can listen to a podcast, or in the case of this week... Because of that grind, I thought, I need to watch something, and I've watched most of the, the big, long YouTube, uh, what do you call them, uh, playlists that I would usually just repeat. How are the English dubs for Jojo? <laughs> well, Matt Mercer's so... Jotaro, <laughs> yeah, and Matt Mercer good. I would probably die for, <laughs> Yeah, fair. and I don't know uh, if I have a choice, but um, I will. Difficult decision. Um, so I watched uh, Jojo Part 4, uh, Diamond is Unbreakable, the entire English dub, um, just in the background while I was playing. It was really good. Oh, ah. dang. Nice. Genuinely really enjoyed it. Um, there wasn't any... There's nothing at this point after watching it that sticks out as like, okay, that one actor didn't put in the best performance and it was kind of annoying. Like, typical anime girl voice or something like that. Oh, God, yeah. Snipe. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to do it because it'll like probably scare um, people. Yeah, fair. Um, nothing like that. It was just genuinely pretty good. I really enjoyed it. Part four is great. Honestly, uh, well, I'm yeah, really looking forward. We're yeah, still on to... Stardust Crusaders, which is part yes. three. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to you guys getting to part four. I just want to. I just. I just love my Joseph so much, and I. I love it how he's in literally every other part. Um, obviously, which is why I'm going to watch them all, actually. Yeah, he's in every part forever, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. that's really cool and an actual thing. Whenever Joseph yes. isn't on screen, they people should, should be, be going, we should all where's be asking, Joseph? where's Joseph? That's fair. Orewa, <laughs> <laughs> Joseph. <laughs> um, but yeah, good times with that. Great for background stuff as well, because I can just listen to like the cool music and weird sound effects and stuff. And... <laughs> Just lose myself for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, also played a bit of Verdun slash Tannenberg, Ooh. which are World War One PvP first-person shooters. Is that like old trench warfare stuff? Yes. Yeah. Well, Verdun is Tannenberg, isn't? That's what I found interesting. Tannenberg ha- is based on the Eastern Front, so it's like Russia and areas like that. Not trench lines, you're just holding different... Pos- or trying to get different positions okay. and get victory points, basically. Um, and there's no machine guns oh. for troops to carry. Oh, so it's not like Battlefield Everyone's got one. rifles and pistols. Yeah, no, everyone has... Battlefield uh, 1 with its airdrops and fucking... Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't actually know if it has, like, fucking orbitable bombardments or fucking no, whatever. It, it, well, no, you can't You can't call in artillery, because that was a huge part of World War One. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, kind uh, of like, you know, you call in artillery and it sends you, like, Amazon-branded drones... <laughs> and it sends no, you things like not. incense. No, it would be like Amazon branded pigeons. Yeah, you know <laughs> what? Actually, if the I, I would forgive Battlefield One many sins if they did do like microtransactions, like loot drops being pigeons. I, I wouldn't. Act, I mean, okay, I'd forgive them for like an eighth of a second because that would be a really yeah. fun way to enable it. I think you mean surprise mechanics. I do not. I do not. Yeah. 
Okay. Just need to take a second and just... Oh, just just that. swallow down that rage. Yeah. But anyway, Fuck yes. off, yeah. Anyway, yeah, um, Tannenberg and Verdun are... Yeah, they're very... I wouldn't say they're accurate, but every weapon is historically accurate. So there are no, like, ridiculous guns like in Battlefield 1. Yeah. Most people will have a revolver or a bolt-action rifle or the French get a couple of semi-automatic rifles and you've got your light machine guns that are kind of horrendous to use. <laughs> um, and it's good fun. It's not a game that I would say I play for, like, relaxation. It's just, I, I just want to play this you have to be in a certain mindset for it I think yeah yeah because you die constantly but that's sort of half the point because that's what World War 1 was Mm. yeah no Uh, but yeah good fun Um, it's a weird one and I can never say I don't like it or I really like it it's just good I mean that's Uh, that's all you need really yeah Um, also started playing Yakuza 0 again (laughs) (laughs) So you can get ideas for your Buru Sarah ring. Fuck you. Oh come on, you know that you like I know that you and Wib have a Buru Sarah like ring. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Google it. I'm not gonna Google it. <laughs> no, don't <laughs> Okay, Buru Sarah is um <laughs> Yeah, I was just gonna say incognito mode, but okay, Yeah, yeah, incognito. incognito mode, but yeah, um is basically the practice of buying underwear from women. Oh, uh, okay. So, well, yeah. it shouldn't be women. Like, you know, I want to go buy a bunch of pants, not used ones, because that's weird. You know, my parents used to shop at a charity shop that had a pile of used underwear. Oh, <laughs> that's a bad time. This actually, um, this actually does remind me uh, oh, of fu- something I wanted. What the fuck does that remind you of? You'll, you'll see. <laughs> I don't want to. So, Longfang. Longfang, help me. Longfang. Yes, Web. You are, you are a streamer, correct? I am a streamer, correct. Um, so what I'm wondering is, uh, given the current economy and, um, <laughs> you know, with Brexit on the horizon, yeah. uh, yes. for extra extra income, when are you going to be selling branded Longfang bathwater? Ah, well, I'm working on that. The problem is I don't have a bath. Long, long bath. <laughs> it's just a really long... One reason two- is that I am very tall, so I don't... Fit in a bath very well. well the other reason is we just bucket. have a shower cubicle just now. Put your butt in a bucket. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. Sure. I guess you could sure. yeah, get get a get a mug of water and pour it over yourself and then catch it in another mug. Yeah, that's te- well, just just create some sort of like system where it just funnels back down into another container. Uh, or yeah. or what you do is you go into your kitchen and you make custard. Right. You make really starchy custard. Like you pour like an entire box of corn flour into that bee. Right. Right, yeah, you with me? You with me? Uh, you know, you cook it up in a huge, like you know, those huge like stew pots, because you you'll need a yeah, lot for it. Okay, yeah. so what you do is you, like you do that. You um, you wait for it to cool down a little bit, then you go and you pour it down your shower drain, and wait for it to basically solidify into concrete because it's stronger than ceramite, and any yeah. surface known to man hardened custard. Right. Okay. Then literally just shut your shower. And just have you're a shower. You're making me have, like, you're, yeah, it's like a sensory deprivation tank you're creating. Yeah, and then just basically get, like, mum mum or dad fang in to just, like, scoop out 
like buckets of your bath. Oh water. yeah, yeah. Somehow, I think that involving your parents in the supply <laughs> chain of your so int- much sexier. of your internet bathwater, <laughs> it just makes it's it really isn't that unwholesome though? Then you get harvested by one hundred percent free range parents. <laughs> I don't know. It seems it seems somehow just a little bit more skeevy. Okay, when the parents are so like with the with the global community, you do realize there is one person out there who is jacking off to that idea. Just like I'm not, like, they don't listen to the podcast or whatever. It's just some random person oh, right. out there. It's, yeah, yeah. It's just like, ooh, I'd love, I'd love to see a man fill up a shower, like by filling the dra- by blocking specifically the drain. a Scotsman, specifically a Scotsman, the one true Scotsman having a shower, <laughs> and his parents coming in and just siphoning off his bath water to sell it on <laughs> Etsy. But okay, like, but I also want to say, like, because I've seen a lot of nasty shit about this this person who's selling the, her mm-hmm. bathwater, and I just want to say that good on her. Capitalism's a bitch. However, you can live. Yeah, it's like if you if whatever. you need to eat and you're comfortable with doing something, and it's like it's it, she is providing a service that some people want. I don't mm-hmm. see the problem there. But yeah, get get ready for the long also... water TM. <laughs> Everyone just so you know, look at the amount of uh, attention she's brought to herself and her streams and whatever else oh, she yeah. does. Yeah, no, good on her. Just from this. Advertising is expensive, so like... Exactly. Fucking whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also, uh, because of that, I got to see a video of her just eating a raw egg. Oh. Okay, so like you know how I was yeah. like, "Hey, do whatever you want. Don't eat raw eggs. You'll get you'll get sick." Well, okay, she didn't eat them. She like dev- devoured it and then let the yolk fall out of her mouth. Hey, fine. Apparently, there's a thing with raw eggs with her. I d- uh, hey, I, it's I, I fine. Uh, it's not my world. I don't know what's going on. I mean, I'm an old judge. I'm an old, terrified man in a world that is new and scary terrifying. to me all the time. That's fine. I mean, again, like. That, there's a if there's a market for it and you're comfortable doing it and you 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 know and people mm-hmm. are willing to pay I don't understand the fucking problem yeah it's like everything's yeah. legal and above board everyone's on board with it yeah but yeah everything's consensual who gives a shit exactly but yeah no so yeah you realise that entire ti- like just diversion was because I mentioned Jack as a zero yep yeah. So you've been playing yep. Yakuza Zero. Yep, which is of course a very, very serious game so about serious. the criminal underworld. Yeah, it's like GTA on the crack. Yeah, oh yeah. It was originally made to be a Japanese GTA. Hmm. But then somehow it like was better than it because it didn't take itself seriously. Yeah, the 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 tonal whiplash when you play a Yakuza game <laughs> is incredible. Like, please find my daughter. I fear for her life. She is the light of my life. And then the next one is just the fucking... What's his name? Kajima? Ha- uh, Hajima? The, 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 oh, Majima. Majima Anywhere system happens, and you're like... He'll, he'll pop out of the sewer why, break and fight That's you. exactly why I went back and started playing Yakuza 0, because <laughs> Kiwami, which is a remake... Yakuza Kiwami is out in PC. Mm. Kiwami 2, those are the remakes of Yakuza 1 and 2. Ah, and they have like different systems and run a different engine. Yakuza Kiwami has the Majima Everywhere system in it. Where he will just pop up in different places, including uh, a hostess club where he dressed up as a hostess. I've and seen you that. And nice, you like... have a nice night with her. Oh. oh, that's nice. And it's completely like Kiryu, completely straight-faced, talking to Majima 
weird man with eye patch, strange hair, covered in tattoos, looks just this like the stereotypical Yakuza, just having a nice time talking to each other. <laughs> While he's wearing a sequin dress. Aww. Excellent. It's kind of sweet. That no, that actually sounds like really lovely. Actually, and then after that date, they have a fight because, of course, they do. Well, maybe that's their foreplay. You don't know that. <laughs> but yeah, no, that that really reminds me of Gokushu Fudo, uh, Way of the House Husband, which is oh, yeah. a, a manga that I fucking love. Um, yeah, I think you brought it up a couple of weeks ago on the podcast. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll say it again just just in case anyone didn't. To summarise, because everyone needs to know about it. Yeah, it's it. so good. Like in the same vein of like silly Japanese yakuza kind of stories. Mm-hmm. So um, it follows a uh, an ex yakuza uh, guy called uh, Tatsu, who was referred to as Immortal Tatsu, and he is scary like every fucking like picture of him is like at an angle where he's doing the like the, the evil japanese head back looking mm-hmm. down at you and he's got he dresses the, in the shadow dyes yeah, and stuff like that like he yeah. dresses in like suits and he's 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 got the yakuza tattoos he's like fucking shredded and he's terrifying he's also a house husband for like his wife works at like i think that's, i can't remember like it work, like she's she's quite high up in like the business world yeah. And um they're just like super duper in love and he it's just following Tatsu basically like he has like a Shiba Inu like fluffy apron and he'll like he goes shopping with his wife and he sees the clerk and he's got his head back and he's like hey you got any of the white stuff high grain and the woman's like no we don't have any stuff of that there and she's and his wife pops in and goes oh he means flour. <laughs> I'm sorry. And, like, just how he cooks, like, these beautiful meals for her. And, like, he's just, like, he just loves basically taking care of his wife. Mm-hmm. And, like... And the, how, like, intense... He's so intense. He, like, he's so... He treats everything he does for his wife, every bit of housework, every meal he cooks, like it's a yak as a job yeah. where he needs to kill someone. So, like... He's so intense and serious So, like, he, it. it's his wife's Mickey's birthday and he makes her this beautiful cake and so it's like, he walks in and he's all dressed up and he's made out the, the flat so it's, like, full of, like, happy birthday streamers and it's just adorable. And he walks in, like, hunched over and he starts singing, like... Happy birthday. Like, really slow and menacing. It's like the menacing fucking signs there. And he's like, I got you this because she really likes an anime called Polycure. Um, and he's like, here, I got you this. Like, And he kind of, like, le- he, like, bows and he holds it up. You know, like, proper, like, presenting to the Yakuza yeah, like, boss. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, oh, Tatsu, thank you. Or she calls him Tatty, which is really cute. Uh-huh. She's like, oh, Tatty, thank you, but I already pre-ordered this. And he's like... <gasps> Like and it's like this big dramatic. He's like, I'm sorry, and he falls into like the low kind <laughs> yeah, of like forgive like, me, you know, and then he pulls out a knife and starts point, like, going to like, yeah. oh, cut off my pinky finger. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is the funniest. Yeah, that's how seriously the the, uh, the character takes it as he's willing to cut off his pinky to apologize yeah, and like, in the most yak as a way possible. Yeah, he's a, he like hangs out with a bunch of the other kind of like middle aged housewives. Like he goes and does yoga with them, <laughs> and like. They're like they're all super like used to his shit <laughs> by now, and like he refers to like um his wife and like there's like the leader of I don't know it's it's like a little like organization of like um housewives who just kind of hang out and like share recipes and stuff. He refers to um the the leader of that as the boss. 
Yeah. And he's like, oh yeah, I gotta get this done, boss, you know. I mean, I'm sure there's a there's a really dark side to this where it's like, this is there all this really guy is. Knows, but also just ignore it because it's nice and wholesome. There, there it's really fine, it's fine, fucking it's fine. is. Like, there's literally, like, it hints at, like, this really grim kind of backstory where, like, um... Uh, when Mickey, it's 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 hinted at that when Mickey and Tatsu first meet, she basically encounters him covered in blood, shirtless, sitting outside of like um a like no, we're in a yakuza like game. you know like you know with the uh, the um, sliding doors, he's just sat outside mm-hmm. there and there's like there's like a, he's just covered in blood, and that's like when they first meet and because so and she's like fine with it you know and she's like <laughs> yeah. oh yeah he looks like you know he's 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 less scary now than when we first met and it cuts back to him just sitting there looking exhausted covered in blood <laughs> and, he, and and then it just like it just doesn't bring it up again <laughs> and then like there's like two policemen that keep That's chasing him trying to like catch him out doing something like illegal because they're illegal. like oh, it's a mortal tatsu like he just disappeared like two years ago what's going on and then they follow him and he's got like a briefcase on him and he's like he he, he makes friends with a local thug and turns him round and so he's like he teaches him how to cook and stuff <laughs> and he's like he goes up to this kid who, who obviously both of them look rough and dodgy as fuck and he opens his briefcase and the kid's like yeah and then he gives him like a little bag and then they burst in and it's just him and his thug friend celebrating his birthday, and they've all got like weird, like silly masks, like like the glasses with the mustaches on, and they're like, "What are you doing oh. here?" <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, you you were you were trafficking drugs," and like the the kid pulls out like it's like the little pouch that obviously looks like it's in like a drug baggie, and he's like, "What you mean these? Yeah, it's basil. Big bro cooks like like grows it himself. It's great. You put it in like." You, you put it in pizza, you do all this, and he's teaching me how to cook, and the cops are like, oh, this is fucking awkward. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to stop... Just back out slowly. Yeah, I'm going to stop gushing about that, because I could literally oh, gush no, about it all day, because I love it so much. <laughs> it's so sweet. It is amazing. Uh, Yakuza is very much like that at yeah. times. Just um, really sweet moments. There's very sweet moments. There's incredibly intense moments. There is laughter, and there is like the saddest moments you can think of. Yeah. And then there's like side things where you're, um, oh, let me think. Um, meeting a debt collector lady who teaches you a new style of fighting, and it's literally picking up everything around you and using it as a weapon. <laughs> and the first time, the first time you meet her, like the guy she's collecting a debt from, pulls a knife, and she just destroys him. <laughs> just picks up a fridge and just belts him with it. No, Kiryu can pick up a motorbike and just use it as a weapon. Yeah, yeah, obviously. It's like the Dante Sparta school of fighting. Oh, yeah, definitely. (laughs) But he's doing this against, like, humans. Beautiful. (laughs) And Kazuma Kiryu has never killed anyone. Oh, he's he's like a good boy Yakuza. Yeah, he's total good boy Yakuza, even when he's doing a move where he smashes a bike so hard over someone's head it breaks. But he's never killed anyone. That would be (laughs) too far. Never killed anyone. It's... It's a trip. <laughs> yeah, I've been meaning to get around to playing it, honestly. Uh, I think you'd really enjoy it, yeah. especially the, the first time in in Zero, since it's a prequel, you're meeting Kiryu and Majima for the first time. Yeah. Majima's totally different. Oh, dang, okay. And his intro sequence is amazing. And also, you know, there's the there's the karaoke thing. You'll have seen videos of that, yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, yeah. <laughs> Just, oh. Uh, great game other than that I tried um, oh god what's it called um, 
Soul of Lemon, I believe it was, sent me a game called, or gifted me a game, after I finished uh, Bloodstained, called Valdis Story, Abyssal City. Okay. Which is a name. Okay. And it's a, it's a Metroidvania game, uh, but it has a Devil May Cry combo system in it. Oh, okay. I haven't played too much of it yet, uh, mainly because I was getting messed up with uh, my controller, because it really wants you to play it old school style, where you use the D-pad, and I'm so not used to using the D-pad anymore that it actually... Freaks me out a bit. I'm like, uh, uh, no, no, not the joystick. No, come on. And I have to actively think about it, and it was fucking it up for me. Um, it looks, it's got an interesting, fun art style. Um, lots of nice, just beautiful use of colours, and the combo system sounds like a fun idea. Because I mean, you've played through Bloodstained recently, Web. Yeah. Like stab, stab, stab. I mean, it stab does. Te- it usually do. It does technically have special moves that I would always forget. Oh exist. yeah, putting in. Friggin' Street Fighter inputs. Yeah, they do fucking <laughs> quarter, quarter circle, quarter forward circle. X and stuff. Yeah, um, which... Because it doesn't, like, just tell you, you have to, like, go roaming around and find little bits Oh, you can also just try it, and if it works, it puts it in the uh, journal. Oh, that's useful. That's useful. But, um, which is handy, because if you're just, like, swinging around the joystick, and then just hit a button and something cool happens, it'll at least tell you. Um, but in general, you might as well just, you know, not bother, because most of them aren't really worth it. Mm-hmm. No, I, I never find them all up. They, they suck up way too much MP as well. Yeah, they just weren't worth it. Um, but yeah, the Valdez story seems fun. I do want to just get back into it. I might just start a new game and go again from, like, I think I played a couple of hours of it. Um, seems like good fun, though. Yeah, sometimes it's just better and, to just start from afresh if you sort yeah. of put it down for a bit and you weren't too far through it. Yeah. Also, um, I played uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands. For the first time in months. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, dang. Because yeah. Snipe casually reminded me that uh, the, the the new mission pack th- update thing happened. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about and that. And there is two missions that feature John Berenthal. I need to play that again because I think John <laughs> Berenthal is very cool. The, the, the missions aren't great. I'm just going to tell you now. Yeah, but John Berenthal's in it. And he, I'm just going to pretend that good. I'm doing like a mission for Frank Castle. It's going to make <laughs> me happy. Um, I could be like, hey, same his... name, best friends, and he'll just shoot me in the face. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the interesting thing is, this is effectively them doing a little bit of setup for the new Ghost Recon game. Okay. Because he's the big bad guy in the new Ghost Recon game. Oh. Okay. That's pretty but cool. But he's like just army special or special forces or some goddamn. Black Ops variety. Yeah, then he and then his family gets killed, and he goes on a path of revenge, and then like people start thinking you know, the he's thing a is, good you're not guy. Entirely, you're not entirely wrong. Okay, so they just want not that his family gets killed, but you're not entirely okay, wrong. Okay, someone kills his dog he's... or fucking something. Yeah, no, he's not John Wick. He he gives um... he gives someone like his flat keys and were like feed my goldfish, uh-huh. and then they didn't. So he's just like ah. <laughs> That's my best John Berthold. He does his weird <laughs> raw. It's like a. It's like if, if cows were carnivores. Dio goes. Dio goes re. John Berthold goes moo. Yeah. Well, he goes roo. Roo. <laughs> it sounds like what would happen if you got a cow caught in like a combine harvester or something. I still think that that's Oof. what cows would sound like if they were carnivorous. I mean, if true. they were apex, because okay. they'd be apex predators, and then you'd just be like, you'd be out in your garden having some lemonade, because, you know, it's it was on sale at the Safeway, the and then you warm. just hear a... 
imagine then like he just jumps out and just fucking mauls you. Hey, John like, Bernthal or a cow? Both. Oh, okay. John Bernthal is the time. alpha cow. <laughs> he will lead them to their... He sounds like a cow centaur, but okay, we'll go with that. His, his mum was a centaur. A, a cent cow? I don't know, that sounds weird. A cow tor. A yeah, cow tor. Cow tor, I, I was going to say that, and I'm like, does that sound weird? I'll wait till someone else says, says it, so I don't feel as weird. A cent vine, <laughs> that works. A good bovine. But yeah, one of his parents was like uh, a were-cow. Um, yep, that this is exactly what it yep. is. So, and that's just that's why he's a very beefy gentleman. He's and a, he will, he's very beefy. He will lead the cows to their liberation. Yeah, he's like he's sick of it of like you know like the whole industry just being gross. So he's just like he's just going to train cows to hunt and kill human beings. Yeah, and make yep. them the apex predator of Coventry and Yorkshire. Just Coventry and Yorkshire. Yeah. I don't know what he's planning, but I'm sure it's going to make sense to him and all of Today, his... Today, Coventry, tomorrow, the world! <laughs> Today, Coventry, tomorrow, Leicestershire. <laughs> <sighs> oh my god, um, what the fuck are we talking about? It it's so fine. hot in here. It's fine. Is it fine? Um, yeah, it's totally fine. Oh no, I looked a little bit more at um, Ghost Recon... Breakpoint? Ghost Recon new one. Is. New one. Um, yes. as, as someone that pays about as much attention to Tom Clancy branded games as I do to Slovakian politics. <laughs> so you pay a lot of attention. <laughs> um, could you maybe give me a breakdown as to what this is? Breakpoint seems to be them doing Wildlands, but better. Okay. Yeah. So a lot of the weird shit that me and Snipe found funny and there's no like, oh yeah, you just change your loadout anytime you fucking want, whatever. Uh like when you're in the middle of the desert. Yeah. Um they seem to be doing away with that and you actually have to camp out to do anything to your loadout. Okay, so like that sounds actually pretty cool. So that gives like a, a new tactical kind of element. Yeah, it's a bit more spec opsy. Yeah, where you're like you're spec ops behind whatever friggin' Enemy lines of whatever the hell, and oh, it's gonna like be story. some stupid uh, thing. I mean, I don't yeah. care. Like the gameplay is literally why I play yeah, it. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, but yeah, you have like a, a bevy bag type or bivouac sack thing that you have to set up in order to change loadout or modify weapons or maintain weapons. Oh, okay, that can um, fuck off. If it just means you have to field strip and clean them, then fine. But. Uh, um, yeah, but it's, is it going to be like, you know, Legend of Zelda or like Dark Souls where it's like, oh, you fired an entire magazine with this gun. Oh, it's too dirty to fire. Because that seems to be how that shit works and it drives I me nuts. I would like it to more be that if you've put like 20 or 30 magazines through a gun, it will start to jam sometimes. Yeah. And you have to just, your your character will have to force the bolt open and get this, whatever the or problem like, is dealt with. like, yeah. Um, so it's not quite like, oh yeah, the weapon just explodes or whatever. That would like, be pretty Far funny. Cry, Far Cry 2 did that with weapon degradation. Oh god. Um, you'd be firing a pistol and the entire front end would fly off because it's too buggered <laughs> Okay, up. that sounds really fucking funny, actually. I, I can um, imagine it would be so annoying. It was aggravating. That entire game was aggravating. Yeah, we don't talk about yeah. Far Cry 2. Far Cry 3 is um, like the best one. You Far Cry 3 is... <sighs> Three is the best one, but like four and five have better gameplay. Yeah, they have like better mechanics. But three has the best setup yeah. and like general stuff going on. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, Breakpoint seems interesting. I'm keeping an eye on it. I'm not going to buy it full price oh, or no, any of the stuff that Ubisoft is trying to push down everyone's throat. Like, buy the season pass now Ugh. with the game for 80 quid. No. I'm good. <laughs> no, I'm not going to be I'm fucking doing good. that. Thank you. How about you, like, just don't break up games piecemeal and charge me individually? Yeah. I, I've got no problem with games... Well, some problems, I'll say. I've got no problem with games going, okay, down the line, we will do... Deep. Like, the roadmap idea, fine. You want to keep the game alive to an extent. Yeah. Fine. But it's become less about keeping a game alive and we're keeping it we're just putting out bits piecemeal and then being like oh yeah the full game will be out in the next eight months yeah. so, no 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 no. give us the full game yeah, and the then give is, us a roadmap for with keeping it alive of it, they're gonna charge you like full retail yeah. price but yeah anyway um, the, the problems with games aside yeah i'm, I'm probably gonna well i was gonna up. say that's that's what i'm enjoying about destiny 2 right now they put out a roadmap and it's like here's all the free updates if you have the season pass you can get some more other little updates but here's all the free updates that are coming out and they are there's a lot more uh, free stuff coming out than there is just for season pass holders. Yeah. And they're doing well. It's funny, as soon as they get out under Activision's thumb, they're doing nice yeah, things. Yeah, as long as Blizzard, I, Activision are fucking awful. I, I always forget <laughs> that, yeah, Bungie are on the round now. Yeah. And they are not uh, beholden to shareholders. Mm. And they, like, they don't do crunch. They refuse to do crunch ever since, I think it was Halo 2, someone told me. Yeah, good. Because hmm. fuck crunch. Uh, I'm not saying that it's a company in the end, they're, they're, they're there to make money and yeah. insert Marxist theory here, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're one of the better ones by the sounds of it, so yeah, fine. Um, I'm more excited to see what's happening with Destiny 2 than Breakpoint, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to kind of like... Because that coming out in September. I'm not paying too much attention, but when it comes out, I'll have a, an eye on kind of like reviews... See how it is, and then probably have when it's on it. sale. Is there any deal when, like, yeah, yeah. And just basically wait or for I'll it just to be, be a 20 deck quid and impulse buy it for both of us, uh, mm. so I'll have a co op buddy for yeah, it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I'm the worst. Oh, um, the uh, breakpoint's still gonna have character creation, by the way. Awesome, good, I like that, which I did like. I, yes, it was nice, yeah, but uh, yeah, that is me, and I'm sorry for taking up so much time, everyone. You, you did listen to like Wib. Just couldn't shut him up. Yeah. Fucking awful. Oh, God. I'm sorry. No, you're not. I'm He's s- a good boy. Anyway, I'm going to put some, f- get some fucking direction on this sinking ship. Okay, so... Um, um, well, oh, I forgot to talk about Jojo Part 3. Do you want- no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we've put out a um, call for questions on Twitter. Um, mm-hmm. Draw Matt has the password for the email, so... And he is, unfortunately... Um, Dead. In jail. So we had we've had to do it our own way by doing it on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So um, I'm gonna read some out now, let's... and he's gonna be away for the next podcast as well. So we will just be doing another Twitter thing. Yeah, for then as well. Yes. Yeah. Um. So, um, I'm just gonna go through the question uh, questions that we got. I don't know if we'll get to all of them. Um, yeah, but thank you for sending your questions in. Okay. Yes. Yeah, cool to. It's... Cool to get the interaction and all that. Isn't as cynical a word as that is. It's, wow. it's nice to see folk just fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to see folk just asking fun questions. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I'm going to go through these. So um, the first question here is actually from uh, Snipe. It's asked, from some strapping young person called Frank Star Wars. I'm not sure. Yes, who has a really, really cool profile image. I wonder who made that. Oh, I bet they stole it from somewhere because they're probably a dick. <laughs> um, they asked. Uh, Snipe has asked, um, can I get an ice cream after the podcast? It's hot and I would like an ice cream. Yes, you can go get an ice cream. (gasps) 
Okay, bye. After put the no, put your headphones back on. God damn it! Physical comedy. Um, yes. Next one is from Patrick Chambers asking, "What is the difference between fluff and law?" Well, um, first off, uh, they're spelled differently. Um, they Good. don't contain any of the same letters. Uh, uh, fluff has like five letters. Okay, I'm going to give an actual answer. Okay, okay. Um, I don't care. I'm just I'm answering their question, but fine. Um, to me, I don't make any distinction between the two. I, I don't. Either. I, I don't, use them interchangeably. Um, I I kind of prefer to use the term fluff because I feel that it it doesn't sound as serious. It's not as aggrandizing as law. Mm. <laughs> like before, like when I played. 40k, when I started off way back in 4th edition, we didn't call it war, it was just called fluff. Yeah. It was the background fluff. Because there was a distinction. It was called fluff because it's like extraneous stuff that just helps yeah. with the narrative of the game. And play. it's the opposite of crunch, which is the actual rules. Yes. Yeah. Um, so fluff and crunch, is like yeah. that's always been such a fun thing to say. Yeah, I guess if you want to make mm-hmm. a distinction, I, I guess you could also, you could kind of make the distinction of that fluff is would be sort of the stuff that's like you know when you buy um a rule book and it has all the story in it there the, that's yeah. the fluff whereas like if you buy novels and things that's, that's more, you could say that was that's more because that's that's deeper in and because that's separate from the game itself i so, guess you could so make you would that say that fluff is something that you add to crunch whereas law is its own thing you could do I mean, I've put yeah. that terribly, but just pretend I said something really no, no, profound. No, no, you're, you're, you're on the right yeah. track there. I'd personally, I would just say that yeah, fluff and law yeah. are the same. I, I, I personally can't just, the same. Yeah, I use them interchangeably. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Um, next one is from Shanus uh, asking um, Snipe, uh, what is the email address that questions should be oh, sent to? fuck's sake, Shanus! <laughs> Although okay. I wouldn't bother sending any uh, questions to the email this week because we won't have the email for next week yeah. either. So Sorry if we take a while to get back to you. If you sent something last time, it'll be a while before yeah. we get back to those. So, sorry. Can't believe Shana's heck off. But what is the email address for future reference? Onlydramamat at snipeandweb at gmail.com Long Fang, what's that email address again? Onlydramamat at snipeandweb at gmail.com <laughs> Nice. That was incredibly smooth. My thank you. Okay. It's not like I'm like your mod and it's sort of my job to know shit or anything. Okay, next question. Uh it's from Dragon Tamer. Uh would you please tell us more true stories about Drummer Matt? I'd like to hear about the time he was thrown from the top of one of those double decker tour buses. <laughs> Oh, do we have to talk about that fight, me and him, lad? Yeah, I think we're going to have to, Long Fang. <sighs> All I'll say is, from now on, um, we're go- we're not going to do the true stories because they take up a lot of time, um, <laughs> and it's good to keep them being a little special. However, if you want, to, if the pair of you wish to tell a short one about the time that the pair of you R- went down R- to R- London, yeah. with Matt, yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Ah, oh, well, I mean, do you want me to start, Long Fang? I mean, I could sum up. If you want to do the run-up, I could certainly sum up what started the actual fight. Sure. The inciting incident. Sure, sure. Really simple. It was an argument over what the best topping for an ice cream cone is. It was. I didn't realise. And I was staying pistachio nuts, and he was like, "Oh no, honeycomb!" And I called him a blasphemer a few times. And then, honestly, like drama wasn't in the wrong here. It was actually like no, like <sighs> no shade, Long Fang. It was you. It was terrible. So like, like uh, we went like because we met Long Fang at the station. Um, mm. He caught he caught a train down from Glasgow, and we caught the train down from Derby. 
or Durbo. Uh, no one has ever called. No one has ever called Derby Durbo. <laughs> And, it, and if they have, it was only Durbo. as the result of, of I don't know, like getting hit in the head whilst they were saying something. <sighs> yes, Durbo. Okay, so we met we met up, and you know, like, so Longfang and Drama Matt have met before, so you know, just kind of hanging yes. out, having fun. Um, and for some reason, like, you know, like Drama Matt uh, was like, let's let's take let's take Longfang on a bus tour. Because he doesn't think they have buses in Scotland. He, d- no, I don't know yeah, why he just doesn't. He also think. thinks I actually like the English. Yeah, it's. Really I, I weird. told him before, but it never seems to get quite the way through. Honestly, yeah, it's like he's 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 pretty good natured about it, but it's still a bit. He's yeah. a good lad. Yeah. Um. So, like Longfang being very kind was like, okay, yeah, no, I, sure, let's go on a on a bus tour of London. So, you know, we're on our way there. And because it was quite a hot day, I think it was like, didn't they say it was like the hottest day of like, like on record for London or something? Something like that. It was something like that. So mm-hmm. it was like, it was like really warm. It was like, I don't know, 23 degrees. It was so warm <laughs> um, for an English <laughs> town. Um, so, you know, on the way there, there's like so many people with ice creams. So many people. I mean, like, Drummer Matt did slap ice creams out the hands of a few children, but I mean, like, literally, you go. Yeah, I just started holding his hand after that. Just yeah, to, you I think know, maybe that's why he does anything. it, because he just likes holding hands with, like, a giant maybe, Scotsman. Maybe. But maybe. I think he's just shy. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're going along and um, on the way to the bus tour. And, you know, we start talking about ice cream, like, oh, God, yeah, ice cream's everywhere. We'll have to, we'll get somewhere after after the bus tour. Yeah. So we go there, and we, like you know, we we get on. We pay. I think it was like seven pounds fifty per person. Yeah, I think it was about that. The problem was when I asked, "All right, pal, how much is it?" Um, they didn't understand a word I no, said. No, they were like, "I'm sorry, I think he's speaking some kind of Gaelic," and we were like, "No, he's not. He's just got a Scottish accent." And they were like, "Scottish." I'm not familiar, you know, like typical. That's the land beyond the wall. Yeah, just typical, like, Londoner kind of talk, like, just not understanding that anything outside of London exists. Yeah. So, yeah. like, um, you know, I, I had to translate. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, you know, like, Longfang would look at me and say, I, pal. <laughs> All right, pal, how much does it cost? £7.50, like, you know, because the guy did say, like, £7.50. You know, mm. you're going wide, pal. And then he headbutted me, which is pal. like... So I translated that to the guy. And he was like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. So it's £7.50 each. Uh, and he, he, for some reason, charged Longfang £7.49. Because Drummer Matt was so intense that that Longfang didn't pay the full fare. By one penny. By one penny. And then he yeah. paid for Longfang anyway. It's the best he could anyway. do. He haggled, he haggled really well, but that's the best he could do. Yeah. He haggled really well, but bottled it at the last moment. Yeah, and then just, <laughs> fuck, yeah. So we get on, and, you know, we're having a tour of London. And, uh, you know, it's like, oh, you look to your left, you'll see the Victoria and Albert Museum. of You know, it's just that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, like, there's ice creams everywhere. So we start talking about ice creams again, and, of course, yeah... Pistachio versus Honeycomb, and I'm sitting there going, I like both. Drummer Matt literally just, he threw his keys at me. Like, just hit me mm-hmm. in the face, and I was like, right. What he was doing, he was trying to get rid of any extra weight on his body before he began the attack on me. Yeah, no. That, see, this hindsight is 2020. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he starts throwing his stuff at me and, and anyone else. And, like, he starts taking it, taking his clothes off. Because, you know, like, 
how he has that that like uh, morph suit underneath his clothes. Yeah, yeah. he is always wearing it. He thinks yeah. he's like he thinks he's being sneaky, but he like he'll wear this like suit, but it's, it's yeah, not. he thinks it's a sneaking suit. But like and like he literally because it's a long armed one with gloves, so he'll like put a shirt over it and he'll be convinced that you don't know that he's wearing yeah. one. Yeah, I think he thinks he's going to get green screened out. Yeah. <laughs> Just from from like the head down. <laughs> so like that's that's his crime costume. So he just takes yeah. his clothes off and he's got a morph suit, thinking that cameras can't pick up. If, morph if suits. What color is if, uh, the one he's using right now? Can you remember if it was the uh, the lime green one that was sort of stained in weird places? No, that was um that was his uh, Bob the Builder one, the one yes. that he got from that um from Camden Market. Yep. Yep. And yeah, because like, so he had at this point two morph suits on. So he took mm. off the Bob the Builder one to reveal the green stained one. That's, yes. where, yes. that's where Long Fang was getting yes. confused. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm used to drama Matt's like dressing habits yeah. and yeah. Mm. Um, so then he starts like literally he stands up and starts moving his hands around quickly, screaming Scottish vision is based on movement. Yeah, he, and the color green. He has some interesting ideas. Um, so yeah. because he, mo- he, I think he thought if he moved super fast, then you couldn't see him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which there's like two. There was like two other Scottish people on the bus that just got really confused and couldn't see him. Yeah, I yeah. think they were just really old women. I th- yeah, so, they, they looked yeah. they looked fairly old and yeah. There were some so cataracts maybe, maybe going on there. I think that, and they were humoring him as well. Yeah, they were, they were just playing so, yeah. for him. And um, then Long Fang, like literally, like just picks up drama mat by his feet and just flips him like a table. It was a it was a giant swing kind of style thing where I grabbed him by his yeah. ankle sort of spinning and then just launched him off of the bus. Yeah. I thought it was and the best he, way to just deal with him because he realises he does he does something wrong at the point where he's flying through the air and gravity is going yeah, to send so him flying. Yeah, so, like, it was quite a long kind of, like... It was quite a way because mm-hmm. it was he like you kind of threw him down a hill into that fountain. Oh yeah! And just as he was like flying through the, air, I think he had like a couple of seconds to just shout something. I, I, I think it sounded like, "I, I, um, I'm sorry." I think I, it was. Oh, it was. I'm sorry. I yield to the one true, and then he then he fell into the yeah. fountain. Yeah. And, and he was sort of quiet for the rest of the day after that. Yeah, no, he was like he was fine for to the be rest honest, of the day. Um, yeah, I think he just, I think maybe the heat had gotten to him. Yeah, and he was wearing yeah. like two morph suits. Mm. It must have been pretty hot. Yeah, yeah. So, and also he was convinced afterwards on the way home that because um, I was like, you know, you might get a fine or something for like causing a disturbance, and he mm. was like, no, because cameras can't pick up the color green. Because he is so convinced that green screen is just a thing that cameras do. Yeah, yeah. he's convinced that green cannot be captured on camera. Yeah. And yeah. you show him like, like he, the thing is, you his can head show isn't him covered. You can show him the introduction of Emmerdale all you want, and, and you know that's just all green. Um, and he's like, yep. no, he's like, no, that's no. not the right shit. That's got a little bit of blue in it. And you're like, okay, fine. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's the that's the memory of when yeah, I okay. went to London. I'm going to move on with some more questions then. Uh, that's that's why, a good idea. That's why we go. We're not going to do any more of those. Yeah, not, not for a while because a they while, take yeah. up a they take up time. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, Hans the Dragon has asked which Primark would be the best cook and what would they make most often. Vulcan cookies. Mm. For some reason, I don't know what I'm basing this off, but I want to say the Khan. I was going to say the Khan as well. And I don't know why, and I feel and some kind of stew. Because he can. Why are we cook. linked by the friggin' brain right now? I have no idea what I'm basing I, that I on. I just well, went the can and stew is the first thing that came into my head. 
Well, I think Vulcan would bake cookies because he'd wear like a little apron like um, like Tatsu does and yeah, yeah. wait for house husband because he wouldn't be able to find one big enough. Yeah, it's like, I'd say that the can stew, that works for whatever thought process okay. went through me and Will's head. Well, that's head. what you guys say. Yeah. Like, Russ would just throw meat onto a fire and once it's black enough, you'll eat it. It's yeah, not the best. I'd say so. Yeah. But yeah. Um, okay, so let's get through the rest of these questions. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's quite, uh, quite a few of them are quite short. So, okay. Um, Here's a nice simple one. Who has the better mutton chops, uh, Dawn or Russ? Uh, I want to say Dawn. If we're going for TTS Dawn, then it's definitely yeah. Dawn. I, I'm going for TTS. Kind if of we're going anyway. for Canon, well, Dawn doesn't have them, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah and so, neither does Russ. He just has sideburns. So, mm. so yeah, yeah, I'll go for Dawn, because yeah, Daddy Dawn has yeah. some good good mutton chops. Yep. Um, okay, Insane Pagan Witch asks, what is our favourite breed of dog and or cat? Uh, no, that's car. Oh, car. It says car. My favourite um, breed of car is basically I love American muscle cars. I yeah, love Mustangs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're nice. I mm-hmm. want a matte black Mustang. You have to learn to drive first. I know how to drive. <laughs> Legally. Okay, yeah, no, uh, I, I, need, I need it. Yeah, technicolors. Um, my favourite breed of dog is wolf dog. Yeah. What kind of, what do you mean when you say wolf dog? Half wolf, half dog. Half wolf, half dog. Yeah. It's a hybrid wolf and dog. Yeah, like, that's okay. it. And yeah, mm. you can't just get one and think that it's like taking care of a dog because it's fucking. Oh not. yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what about you, Wib and Longfang? My favorite breed of dog is still probably a corgi, even mm-hmm. though I wouldn't have one because they're so cute. Breed uh, purebred breeds of dogs, their own thing. Yeah, although yeah. I do really like um, what they're called, um, borzoi. Borzois. Oh yeah, uh, I, I can never remember what they look like, but I know the name. They're yeah, like, same. They're, they're like a greyhound, but really fluffy. Oh yeah, you like you. They just like greyhounds as well. They, they look like a bloodborne enemy, but cute. <laughs> yes, yes, what? yes, yes. They totally do. I have seen a picture of the, uh, one of those edited with a uh, boss bar at the bottom. Yeah, there's something about. I don't know. I just think they're really adorable in like okay. a weird gangly way. What about your favourite breed of car? Uh, my favourite breed of car, I don't know. I'm not into cars anymore. Well, just pick I a car you like. Just say, like, one of those cube things that look like someone's tied a rubber band around it. <laughs> what? You, or a smart car. Do you mean a Fiat Multipla? Yeah, maybe. Let's not talk like about those car. things. Okay, that's Wib's favourite They make car. me sad. <laughs> Logfang, what about you? Um, well, I was always brought up around Labradors and Retrievers, so they kind yeah, of get a very, compass. very quick... Like, they, they're an easy pick. Um, yeah. yeah. Since I am a dog person that knows a lot, I also like Alaskan Malamutes. They are big Because they are ones. the bigger, chunkier, heavy lifting version of a husky. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I do have a soft spot for Irish wolfhounds as well. Mm-hmm. I get you. Because they're, they're, they're like a deer hound sort of thing, but they're friggin' huge. <laughs> like, look up a picture sometime, they're huge. Mm. But what's your favourite breed of car? Uh, and I'm very sorry, Insane Pagan Witch. I think, I think Insane Pagan Witch, I think they did, because R&T are right next to each other. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. they might have typoed, but uh, I don't give a fuck. It's funnier saying I used I used to car. have a tabby cat, so I can pick that anyway. But um, I would say probably, uh, let's see, Ford Escort Mark II 1600 uh, Rally Edition. Mm, mm, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it mm. upsets me that I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I can't. Also, if if I want to say my favourite breed of cat, I'd say uh, Munchkin cats. Mm. I, I know what my least favourite breed of cat is. 
your mum's cat. My mum's cat, which is yeah. a, uh, a, Bengal. a Bengal, and it's wound up, and it's such a little brat, because they're it's all poorly socialised, and it's just a piece of shit. Apparently, they're all just fucking lunatics, anyway. Yeah, but the thing is, like, your mum's cat is actively malicious <laughs> and hates me. Yeah. So some uh, cats just cat. hate people. That's their thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, moving on to the next question. Yes. Uh, any thoughts on the Blackstone Fortress game? Seems cool. I've never played it, but the models are cool. The models, yeah, the models are, great. are cool. Yeah, never yeah. played it though. That, yeah, that uh, yeah. Ambo redesign is fantastic. Mm. Oh yeah. Did you read out their name? Oh yeah. Sorry, that were um, and sorry that question was from uh, Comrade Kinch. Yes, thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Um, Although their Twitter handle is a questioning vol, which leaves oh, me with many questions. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's good. a good name though. I like it. Um, okay, next question is from oh for fuck's sake, Polonius uh, J. Willinius. Willinius. Polonius J. Willinius. Okay. Who I feel has probably changed their name on Twitter to something really hard to pronounce just to fuck with us this one time. Yep. Because nids can absorb biomass and copy it in one way, in one way, shape, or form. Do you think that they could create a Tyranid Emperor? I mean, I would say no. They already have Norn queens. Yeah, but I would say that they would probably get a bunch of strength and it would create an insanely powerful Tyranid, yeah, but not as powerful. Form, yeah. yeah, not as powerful because, well, the Emperor is basically space magic. Yeah, the Emperor yeah, and ter- just made of psychic bullshit. Yeah, so I would say that probably wouldn't transfer as yeah. fully. So, and I do feel that there are distinct limits to because obviously it creates things to solve a problem. But I feel that it's because everything shares a, a rough kind of template of yeah. shape. Mm-hmm. I I feel like it's less that they can just create anything in whatever they want. It's more that they can basically nudge the scales on yeah. evolution. Yeah. Like, by several thousand years in whatever direction they, they to create. force the evolution of certain certain desirable traits and yeah. stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, That's how... But that, I don't know, because I'm not super well-versed on the intricacies yeah. of how they do things, but that's how I have always understood yeah, it, to, in my head anyway. Yeah. Uh, um, also, well, that, that, you know, basically, yeah, you're not going to get a sexy uh, Emperor-style Tyranid like you did with Kerrigan in StarCraft, basically. Hmm. Because that was fucking awful. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sexy fucking... Oh, piss off. Okay, um, two more questions left. Okay. Uh, One from Lone Spartan 320. Um, So I am curious which faction do you want to see get some love in 40k the most? Um, My default answer for that is Sisters, always. But the thing is, they've got like a bunch of new models and stuff stuff coming out. I would say Eldar. Eldar is a very good shout. Because, Actually, like, yeah. Eldar, like, I mean, they've kind of been left in the dust behind, like, Dark Eldar and stuff like that. And, like, yeah. out of all of them, they're kind of the ones that, like, yeah, this is excluding Sisters the whole time. Mm. Um, tends to be just kind of, like, ignored. They're a bit of an afterthought. Yeah, and yeah. It, Which is really weird, sucks. considering, like, Gathering Storm has a big thing about the Eldar in it with like the Inari and all that stuff. So like, you know, maybe like a new kind of like like bunch of units, like a really interesting thing that would be unique strictly to like Eldar or just like mm-hmm. just I think I, I do think I don't know how to fix it, but I know that they do need quite a lot of love. A nice mm-hmm. facelift for some of the models. I've yeah, gotta be honest, yeah. I, I am actually kind of tempted because I I'm I'm because I, I've like got most of my Blood Angels kind of 
together now. Yeah, I've they're got, pretty wrapped up. I've got a few other bits and pieces I want to get to mean that I can run them in different ways. Um, and much like my orcs, I'll probably add to them periodically over time anyway, um, as you do. Um, but So I'm kind of currently in the sort of thing of like, I kind of want to collect something new after that. Yeah. And honestly, because I've never played them, I am sort of tempted to try and play just regular Eldar. Hey, hmm. hey, hey Web. Uh, I would really like to see your take on Eldar. Yeah, so, that would yeah. be so cool. Um, I don't know what I'd do. I'd, so I do. So too bad you're doing it now, I don't care what you say. Yeah. <laughs> Part of me is tempted to actually basically do a, a kind of what Snipe's done with a walker army, but do that with the Eldar big, uh, like, oh, like the race lords yeah. and wraith knights yeah. and things. Wraith knights, yeah, that would be really cool. And I'd love yeah. to see how you would paint one. Yeah, I'm, I, mean, I mean, I'm nothing, nothing on the table because I've also got the idea of doing like a, uh, a sort of worshippers of the raven queen yes. using those yes. uh, war cry uh, yes. raven cultists also like thinking of armies we'd like to do i've been kind of playing with the idea of like tyranids oh i can see that because i like griblies you like the griblies i like how they're just basically like i feel giga. Right it's like hr giga and scyther from pokemon <laughs> <laughs> that's their fusion yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and like they are cool. Like, I would kind of also really like to get some Dark Eldar, like because I like I, I'm a some goth, of the so... some of the newer models for the Dark Eldar and some of the stuff that I see newer models when I think of them in fourth edition, they've got to probably still got a lot of the same muscles that they do now. But some of the ones that are more recent are really cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think I'd probably lean more towards Dark Eldar because it's way easier to make lore or, or like fluff for your. Personal, like units whereas it's just like oh yeah this like i mean i like the indirect storytelling of tyranids like oh they call this one like you know dr pepper or what because it's like makes you sneeze i don't know but like you know you could like that you could have some fun with that but i'm a bit more hands-on with it so mm-hmm. it's a bit eh. you know what i mean yeah and yeah. i think painting thousands of carapaces would get boring oh yeah you could always do like a big uh, like a kaiju battle and just have all like Khan effects and high tyrants. Okay, why would you say that? Because like, I like low model, like high points. Mm-hmm. Which is not good for 8th edition in general. It's but, not, no. But, but like, then that's us, how I like yeah. to play and like it's probably about the same money wise. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. There's a lot of really fun Tyranid models as well. Just think like the Trigon and the Moloch and shit like that. That's kind of an interesting point because, like, my current army that I'm putting together is Blood Angels, mm-hmm. and the pair of you both play Space Wolves. Yes. Um, so, I, I, you know, I've said I'm tempted with Eldar, you're tempted with Nids. If you were tempted to play a Xeno race there, Longfang, what would be the one that you would play? I would probably play Eldar. I like the, I like the style of the Eldar. Yeah, the moment, like, Wib said he wanted it, I was like, well, I can't say I want to play Eldar. Ooh, I've actually just had a thought. I'm, I'd be kind of tempted to do, like, Exodite style. Oh, yeah. See, there, there's, yeah. Stuff, there's stuff in the, the, the Eldar, like, sub-faction list that could be very interesting, like the Exodites, or the Corsair Pirates, or Inari, mm. um, yeah. or just different craft yeah. worlds. Mm. This is something I should think about, but anyway. Anyway, yeah. The, last question. Okay. Uh, last question, and then we'll wrap up. Uh, which is from Billy, the gentleman in black, who is saying, would you ever play Heresy? If so, and it's presumably the Horus Heresy mm-hmm. version of yeah. the game. Uh, if, if so, which legions, no dirty space walls? Normally, I'd be, I'd say... Fuck off. I'm, I'm, I'm not... <laughs> uh, I, I will discount... Billy, fuck off! 
Yeah. I will discount. I will discount <laughs> that last thing. However, since both of you would by default play Space Wolves, yeah. I think actually it would be a more interesting question I'm, in this instance. No, no. Yeah. I really like the horror scene ahead to see does Space Wolves stuff that Forge World yeah. does. But like, aside yeah, from them, okay. Um, if we're doing Heresy Era, loyal. I may actually, honestly, uh, this is going to get some bollocks in the comments probably, but I would honestly play, play Ultramarines. Yeah, no, like pre, like they're really cool. I really like the royal blue color scheme. I, I, honestly, once you've uh, the Ultramarines get a better showing in Heresy than yes. they do in Mainline Forty K. Yes. So. Uh, I'd obviously play World Eaters. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a good World Eaters. Pretty heresy World Eaters are great. Yeah. Okay. Um, Luna Wolves? <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> no, to be fair, I just think, like... You, you've been a fan of, like, Loken for ages, like... Yeah, I think Loken's really fucking cool, and I like the style... It's, it's all white though, and white's a pain. That's the, the thing. It's like, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, oh, I can't. What about um, Sons of Horus? Because they've got actually a really neat colour scheme. The, the sort of seafoam green colour. Mm. Yeah, and with like the bright red eye symbol yes. on them. Okay, you know what? That's like aesthetically yeah. way more pleasing. Mm. So, and, actually, and it would be more fun to paint. Yeah, actually, if I was looking at it from the perspective of painting, I'd actually be very tempted by Sons of Horus. Yeah. I think they're one of the, the well, better I'll take looking. Sons of Horus then, yeah. y'all. Yeah, obviously, my main. My choice is Space Wolves, yeah. of course. Um, but are any of us ever likely to play it? No. 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 Do I look like a fucking millionaire? Uh, we don't know anyone that plays it. Uh, uh, so I would never have the money to put a proper Heresy Era army together. And also, yeah. I prefer I it to edition would. rules. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I don't remember um, which edition that Horus Heresy runs on, but it's one of the older ones. And it's effectively it's... running off 7th as far yeah. as I'm aware. I, think, yeah. I thought it was 7th. Feel free to... Yeah, feel um, free to correct us in the comments if you're not, mm. not accurate on that. But um, but I'm, it is based on an older one because like it's not the, the modern yeah. kind of uh, thing. However, I, I will say um, it is really nice because we go to Warhammer World relatively frequently because it's not too far from us. Yeah, um, and it is always nice because there's always someone pl- there playing a heresy game. Yeah, it's always an older person yeah. because they they have, have the disposable yeah. income <laughs> and and stuff. So and you know, bless them. They're doing yeah, the thing no, no, that, I, I will specify that is no shade. It's oh, just, no, not at all. You never see, like, a 15-year-old kid doing it. A 15-year-old kid can't reason. afford to buy a fucking Spartan. Yeah, exactly. Which is, whatever. It's fine. But, yeah, it's just, it's just, it is fun to see that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I will I will pick up stuff from Forge Worlds for, like, well, their Hedisida stuff for my 40k army, because I tend to think the aesthetic's slightly better, or more yeah, well done yeah, for yeah, the wolves. Yeah. Mm. Leaning more in the Norse and Vikingy stuff than the wolfy stuff, but than the werewolf thing. It's the same with the Blood Angels. A lot of the stuff that uh, Forge World does is really nice. Yeah. Oh yeah. I've got because I've I've bought the heads for use on my Sanguinary Guard, yeah. mm-hmm. um, the head upgrade sprue for it's Blood so Angels, cool. and I've um, mm-hmm. well, mentioned earlier when I got the Leviathan, it was the Blood Angels Leviathan. Yeah. It's yeah, funny the... that they're 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 more understated and yet at the same time also more, Way more nicely fancy. decorated. That's the thing. It's more like I think a lot of um, 40k stuff like can be over decorated. Yes, over designing. Over designing. It's yeah. kind of like you know, there's, it's like Final Fantasy does it like modern day designers like at Squeenix just just keep designing it. Just keep going. Adding keep more adding pouches. Keep, keep adding, adding pouches. Yeah, panels. Keep adding like belts. It's like there is such a thing as too much. Whereas mm-hmm. Forge World tends to be a lot more restrained. Yeah. So, you know, when it comes to Forge World, they do have quite a few accessories and stuff, nowhere near as many, but they seem to be placed and designed for maximum kind of, like, um, looks good. 
<laughs> maximum yeah, aesthetics. They, maximum aesthetic. Yeah, they tend to go for, okay, here's the theme of this army. We're going to pick one thing to stand out on this model yeah. that makes it look the part rather than exactly. slap the logos everywhere. Yeah, um, I mean, like, like, um, I, mean I will however, say the um, model for Alpharius drives me fucking nuts. I have one that may be worse. I mean, I love the Alpharius model, no, but no, that's it's not lovely. Alpharius. Oh, no, it's, it's beautiful. Like, well, but yeah, it's just kind of like, yeah. But this is the thing. You look at it from like a business point, and it's like, if you just put like a standard marine there, people would be so mad you're charging 90 quid yeah, for it. Yeah, that's So I get Oof. it. I get um, it. You, there is a couple of models that, you know, Ford Worlds. Um, every every company has good and bad qualities, so like games are oh, yeah. Yeah, They're yeah, both great. Absolutely. I love them, but the mistakes happen. Constantine mm. Valdor is one busy model. Oh yeah, that's like the ultimate example of over-designing something. <laughs> that's just everything. It's, well, yeah, let's throw everything at this. Um, but anyway, we should probably wrap up because uh, it's uh, really You guys are going to die. Yeah, we're going to die. I need to go get some, like, I need to go get some fruit. you got to go buy fruit. i got to go buy fruit, you Fruit. It's good. Ah. But, um, yeah, um, so yeah, we'll wrap that up now because we've been going on for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, uh, thank you very, very much, Long Fang, for joining us for this no, podcast. No, yeah. Just thank you for having me. This is a, a strange and surreal honour, seeing as I'm pals with you and talk to you all the time, but at the same time, <laughs> this is like the YouTube business now. Like, it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, if people have listened to this and want to get more hot Scottish action and maybe get in on that bathwater. They should maybe speak to a therapist first. I really <laughs> no, uh, where uh, can they find you on the internet? Uh, I'm on Twitter at uh, longfang91. At longfang91? Yes, and it's the exact same on Twitch. Yeah, so longfang91 on Twitch. Yes. And I stream Tuesdays and Fridays. Uh, and maybe he's currently other. going through uh, The Witcher Yeah, three. Witcher 3, yeah. Which I unfortunately oh. can't watch because spoilers. But like, if you if you want anyone to play through The Witcher on stream, it's Longfang because he knows goddamn fucking everything about <laughs> I, The Witcher. I, I may know too much about that universe. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, thank you so much for joining us, Longfang. No, so for me, seriously. yeah, so uh, I've been Snip. That's been Wabe, and that's been the longest Fang. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Goodbye.